Hey, I'm Kyron. And this is Joel. What a horrible night to have a curse, but a great night to listen to the Dialogue Options podcast. podcast with your ever faithful hosts joel mcdonald that is me and as always my very very good friend and co-host mr kyron morrison how are you doing good sir joel i'm doing very well lovely good to hear it's been it's been a good sunday yeah actually yeah not you, to, you not had to a... day and date the episode but <laughs> no no I, I i was sort of keeping keeping tabs on you today i was seeing you up to some pretty interesting stuff is that is that a leading for me to talk about it? I, I, yeah, I guess <laughs> if you would like I mean, to. It's not it's not super exciting potentially for people who listened, but I it's... finally went along and checked out that Vikings exhibition that's been running at Melbourne Museum for most of this year. Awesome! Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Uh, worth worth the trip. I really enjoyed it. Uh, very very cool. There's a lot of very very interesting piece of information in there. So just. Man, those guys were ahead of their times. Right, that's <laughs> it's crazy to read about how they like how how they functioned, and just as, as an example, they're like obviously you know they cut down a lot of trees, yeah, just to exist for their for their houses and boats and all that. And they cottoned onto it. They're like, ah, I mean, obviously they didn't refer to it as this, but they're like, whoa, deforestation's a thing. Let's <laughs> look for a different way to do this. It's like, wow, they were more advanced than most of our government. That's yep. great. Yep, <laughs> way to go, Vikings. Yeah. Uh, mm. Just lots of yeah. If if you're if you're even like mor- like morbidly curious about that sort of stuff, definitely go check it out. Lots of cool information, cool artifacts, and s- there's a sword you can hold. It's I, I wanted to take it, but you're not allowed to. It's like <laughs> in a little secure thing. You sort of sort of pick it up to see how it, it's balanced. I'm like, can I have this? No? Okay. <laughs> they didn't have um, any like replicas you know, in the gift shop or anything like that. They had, they had like some some like of the, the foam ones, but I was like, nah, man. I want that sword. <laughs> Give me that one. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, very cool. Melbourne Museum, of course, always a very cool place. For sure. Uh, I, I think after playing God of War, I, I'm definitely even more interested in checking that exhibition out. Yeah. I think it wraps up August 23rd, uh, so it's getting pretty close. Okay. That's, yeah, we'll I was like, no, nah, I need to get that and see this. So We'll, we'll but, see. Uh, definitely we'll definitely pot it along if you can. It's, it's definitely a good time. Cool. Lots of fascinating information in there. And, you know, you'll learn a thing or two about the Vikings, which oh, is cool. It's always good. Learning. I love it. Learning learn, learning is fun. Learning is fun, especially when it's about Vikings. Um, exactly. Yeah. But that, uh, yeah, I that's really... basically the most exciting thing I've done. <laughs> cool. Yeah. No, look, literally, my Sunday today, not exciting. Was nice though. Uh, I spent my day, uh, as I explained to you last night. I said I'm going to spend my entire day playing video games and watching anime, and I did exactly that. Um, you ticked both boxes. I did. It was really great. So um, I'll mention it here because I'm not going to go into any detail about it in the in, in our uh, what we've been playing in the quest log. But uh, 
played a bit of Assassin's Creed Origins. It's great. I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good fun, a good time with it. Um, got some cool little story beats uh, that happened, and I was like, oh, neat. Um, but yeah, that's fun. Uh, and I also, Kyron, started watching My Hero Academia. Uh, Finally. Yeah, I know. Finally. I know. It's been long enough that I've been sort of saying, yeah, I really want to watch it. I really want to watch it. Um, so I finally found that's a- the story of you with a lot of anime, man. <laughs> yeah, like you're always like, true. I'm going to watch it, and you never do. And then I start watching, and I never finish it. Um, I'll go back you to never you- finish it. Yeah, I'll go back to you eventually. Assassination Classroom. I, I promise. Um, you, I, you still- did you finish like Kogias either? Like you still got to finish that? No, no, I, I didn't finish did you- that. Did you start Death Note? Have you finished that? No, I didn't. Never started Death Note. No, I started it. Didn't finish it, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know what it, it is. It bodes it bodes poorly for My Hero Academia. No, no, I'm really enjoying it. I, I'm, I'm going to stick It's still it running, so... I'm gonna stick, I know. That's why I'm, like, I'm going to try and catch up, because I know it's a fucking Shonen Jump series, and it's really popular, so I'm like, it's going to go forever. So I need to catch up now, otherwise I'm never going to get up, like, relatively up to speed. That was I've got a I've got a time limit on it. So um but yeah, I'm like I think like nine, ten episodes deep maybe. Um Yeah, it's really cool. I it's really, really cool. Some of the animation stuff in it's really interesting. Um I love the <sighs> You like my favorite episode is you'll know it when you see it, just because of how incredible a particular fight is in it. But man, that when you get to that fight, it's so good. It yeah. looks so good. I posted a gif about like a gif of the moment I loved like on Twitter, which does it no justice. But right. it's just there yeah, so I can, in a really condensed way, open it and go, "Fuck, that looked good." <laughs> yeah, I just, just I, oh. I love any time um, All Might like on screen as All Might. Oh yeah, because you're. And you're listening to the English version, aren't you? So you've got um, you've got Vegeta as All Might, oh, and Christopher Sabat. That's why it sounds familiar. Okay, cool. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. V- Vegeta slash Piccolo slash Armstrong. If you watch Full Metal Alchemist, yep. Okay, he's yep. A cool dude. Definitely he's be makes in sense. Melbourne very soon. Oh yeah, he's too. Um, no, that's that's oh, that makes a lot more sense now too. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, yeah, but I he's love very cool. I, I love anytime he's on screen and he does something and it does like the comic book like style frames with like the uh like the onomatopoeic words that appear. Um, yeah. I love that. I'm like, that's so cool. Cause he's like, he's essentially a love letter to like the golden age of comics. Um, but Joel, it's okay because now I am here. <laughs> I love it. I, All Might is a cool dude. He's so great. And like it's straight at the gate too. Like, I mean, I, I guess if you're going to watch it, spoilers, but it happens in the first like two episodes. Um, the fact that he's, he's not all he cracks up to be, he's, he's cracked up to be, is fantastic. Like, it's such a great, uh, idea to, like, straight out the gate. And then eventually when, um, Izuku gets his, like, you know, his quirk, um, like, it, even that's like, there's, there's limitations to it. There's rules still. It's not like. Oh, Joel. Yeah. You've got so much more of a rabbit hole to go down I, as well. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm expecting that because I'm. It's like, because like, I knew it was going to be something different because like I've watched One Punch Man and like One Punch Man on paper you're just like, how can this be interesting? And then the way that they deal with some of the stuff in it is, um, is really great. And I was sort of had the same feeling with this. And I'm like, no, if One Punch Man did it, this is a Shonen Jump series. Like this is, 
they're going to be able to do it. Uh, and they do it within the first three episodes. I was like, all right, cool. I, I see, I see for now anyway, how this is going to like, you know, th- the rules of the universe are set. So, but it is anime. So those rules can change at any moment. And I'm expecting that. Oh yeah. <laughs> As they introduce more characters. Yeah. And there's a lot too. Again, like, after watching yeah. watching like Assassination Classroom, which has got like twenty five main like not main characters, but twenty five characters that they all bounce around, this does the same sort of thing. It's like you get into the classroom and there's like all these people, and you're like, "Who's? I want to know more about that person." And they get like five seconds of they get one line. You're like, "Who's that person? I want to know about them." Um, I mean, thank- thankfully, you you do have a good idea of who the core cast is, which is mm, good, yeah. and they are all very enjoyable characters mm-hmm. to. To, to watch. Uh, who's the who's the guy the with like rocket legs? Can't remember his oh, name. I yeah. his name? That's a good question. Yeah. Let's open up Google. Yeah, he's great. I like him as well. Like he um the fact that he's so he's so adamant at like sticking to the rules and being respectful and all that sort of stuff, but um the episode where uh, which is I think one of the last ones I just watched where they do the um All Might takes his first like takes the class for the first time they do the um heroes versus villains scenario um and he, oh, yeah again that's one of, that's a that fight that happens in that episode is really good. really good yeah that whole and, and the, very and it just mm. just showcases um brain over brawn as well which i love absolutely and it just makes bakugo so furious oh, yeah and it just makes you so furious he's just like oh, and you see all the flashbacks with him as a kid and just how much of an yeah. asshole he is to azuku and he was like Fuck you, because like you know, uh, you know people like that. That's the thing. I think it's relatable in a weird way. Like, because you, you know, there was always that person that you were sort of friends with that was like that. Um, and you're like, oh, yeah, fuck you. Like, just such um, an asshole. The the fast guy is Tenya. Tenya, yeah, um, yeah, he's great. I really like him in that episode specifically because when he starts to realize yeah. I, I have to, I have to 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 achieve my goal and. and win this challenge i have to embrace the villainy lifestyle and he just becomes <laughs> this really good like stock standard villain and it's so great um but yeah it's worth watching definitely definitely check it out if you haven't um i'm i'm enjoying it a lot so and the funimation now app on the ps4 is really good like, like really good um i i I haven't paid for it yet, and I don't know how, but I haven't hit. I don't know whether when I signed up for it, it automatically started a free trial for me or something. But um, I haven't. I mean, had... It might have. Yeah, maybe. Which, but even then, it's like six bucks a month. I'm like, if I know I won't be finished with this series by then, so I'm like, well, fuck it. I'll might as well. I I already have an anime sub. Yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> I'm very paying for anime. I lab, hate. But... I hate how tangled the licensing is. And it's, it's annoying, especially Funimation. Funimation themselves, like I'm already mad at them because they, and I get it, I get that they want people to buy the uh, the Dragon Ball Super like series on DVD because the yeah. English on that is way ahead of what's on Anime Lab. Yeah, but it's just like I want, I just want to stream some, dude. Like, just let me watch it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I, you know, like <laughs> it's a pretty good service. I had a quick flick of some of the stuff that's on there as well, and they've. You know, it's got all the classics on there as well, all the all the things you would expect to see on there as well, which is good. But I mean, Anime Lab's got Persona, like it does, and I I just like some I just like supporting Madman because yeah, it's because of them that I can I really watched any anime at all because I did a lot of a distribution over here. Yeah, absolutely, it's the reason why we get to see some of the movies at the cinemas as well, which is really great. 
Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're the... Which is very cool. I'm so. fairly certain they're the reason I got to see your name on the big screen, and it was the first time I ever saw it, so I'm forever indebted to them for that, which is... um. They're the, re- they're the, they're the reason I got to see uh, Resurrection F on the big screen, yep. uh, Evangelion 3.0, yep. Shin Godzilla, like heaps yeah. of really good stuff. Fuck, I still need to watch that too. Um, you do need to watch yeah, Shin Godzilla. Yeah, really do need to watch that. <laughs> I think it's, if, if you want to buy it, it's on special, I think it, on... Uh, Mighty Eight. There's a bit of a Madman sale, and it's oh. one of the things on special. Cool. I think it's like eighteen dollars for the Blu-ray. It's, it's it's worth it. It's really good. I might um I might see if I can rent it on YouTube. That's my new thing at the moment because like fine. I used to love renting. Well, then then do it. <laughs> well, so I, I I used to love you know going to the video store and renting stuff, and then recently like I have these like urges to watch movies. Like uh, so in short, kind of funny. Been doing um, they did their MCU in review. Uh, where they ranked all the Marvel movies and watched them all and it, like did an episode each week. Um, they finished that, obviously, and then they've, they've moved on to the X-Men movies. And so... Oh, God. I've seen... Yeah. There's like two good X-Men movies. Yeah, yeah. So I've seen I've seen all of them except for one, and it was this week's episode, and it's oh, X-Men Apocalypse. No. Which one was that? It was Apocalypse. Oh, God. Um, it's so bad. Honestly, I, I, hate w- it. I went into it with pretty low expectations because I heard it was pretty oh. bad. Um, and it's not great. Don't get me wrong. It's not oh, great. It's not great. <laughs> but I still enjoyed it. It's just, it's long. Man, those movies are so long and you feel it too. It's long. Apocalypse looks pretty dumb. Yep. Ap- Apocalypse uh, is dumb. Like it's it, it handled yeah, really poorly dumb. in that movie. Uh, Psylocke is wasted. Yep. Santa Sark doesn't even really do a good job as John as Jean Grey, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, she's, yeah, but, she's possible. I don't know. I just like, didn't like that movie. Um. No, but it's okay because we've got another amazing Quicksilver scene and that's what made it for me. I was like, done. Oh, God. He he oh, he negates the purpose of anyone else in those movies. I know, I know. I was like, in my head, I'm just going, can we just get a Quicksilver movie now? Or if you don't want to commit to a full Quicksilver movie, team so, him up with Deadpool. It's probably, it's probably already happened. It's probably already happened. Mm. Like, Quicksilver's already saved the day from whatever scenario he was faced with. He's just, he's too good in oh, those movies. I fucking I think I preferred the Marvel version for that reason. No, I, oh, I just, I love, I think just from like a, a purely from an entertainment watching point of view, like any scene that he has, like the one in fucking Days of Future Past is great. The one in this is excellent. Like I loved it so much. Okay. Sweet dreams. Like, oh, perfect song choice. I couldn't stand it, but. <laughs> oh, really? I love it. I love it I so much. I didn't like it. Like, and I, I just don't like the version of Quicksilver. He's just too powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, I, I enjoyed it. It was kind of fun. But the, my point was, I rented it. I was like, fuck it. I'll, it was like five bucks to rent on YouTube, which is great. You just like for the HD version of it. And I know the YouTube app on the PS4 works flawlessly for me pretty much. So I, I, I'm i like, well, I might as well stream it there because it's going to be uninterrupted. It's going to be in high quality and it's going to cost me like five bucks. So, And I don't have to put $10 into my account like I do on the fucking PlayStation Store. So. I think they changed that actually. Did that they? Could be wrong. Okay, that's interesting. Maybe I'll have to revisit that. When I, I'm pretty sure when I, when I, I bought something recently that wasn't a full price game. I think when I bought Wolfenstein actually. Okay. I didn't pay like the the, the weird ten dollar minimum. All right. So I don't, but I could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure like I don't have any leftover credit on my account, and I definitely bought that game and had nothing in my account already, and it was like seven bucks or something. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
they may have finally fixed it. <laughs> Fucking finally. Either way, either way, watching it for YouTube is just better anyway yeah. because you know it works exactly. And it, like they're 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 pretty much they've got most things on there that you would want to watch, like that you were looking for, like especially something Except like an X Men movie. For some odd reason, no, Ant Man's not on there. Like the first Ant Man, really? Oh, okay, Maybe weird. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll double check because I, I I know that Ant Man wasn't on because when we were doing our Marvel recap for Infinity War, we right. went through every single movie, but. Ant-Man we had to skip because it was just, I'm almost certain it wasn't on the PlayStation store, which was weird because yeah. everything else was. I remember I remember the story of uh, our good friend Ben. He, before, he, had, like, he hadn't seen it. And he's like, man, I really want to watch it. And it wasn't on any streaming services and he couldn't find it anywhere. So he's like, fuck it. And he was at the supermarket and it was like a DVD of it for like $7. So he bought it. And then a week later, Netflix added yeah. it to streaming. And he was so furious. So I I did a quick look on Google Play, and I can buy it for twenty bucks, but can't rent it. Can't rent it. Oh, weird. Nope. Very weird. Weird Ant Man of all things. But hey, a, I know right. Infinity War comes out. It's out digitally now, but it comes out on Blu Ray and stuff I'm in gonna, like two days. I will buy that on Blu Ray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Because I want to see those special features. I want that commentary track. Like, give me that commentary track with that cast, please. Thank you. Is there a cast commentary? Oh, surely. There'd have to be. I hope so. I hope so. There'd if have there to be. is, I'm 100% in. Yeah, even with the Russo... The cast commentaries oh. on the Lord of the Rings movies are still my favourite commentaries yep. ever. Yeah, they're great. Um, anyway, we've had our, our movie, anime, TV catch-up uh, for, for the week. I reckon now it's time for us to check in with the old quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. Our quest log, of course, is our what we've been playing segment of the show. So uh, it's where we deep dive into what we've been playing over the last week or so. Um, mine's pretty sparse this week. Again, I have played a lot of game, and that's about it. Um, and apart from playing a little bit of Assassin's Creed today and a couple of days ago, um, yeah, this other game's definitely, definitely taken up the majority of my time this week. Um Yes. I was I was going to say, I'm about the same. I reckon we should knock over my quick one first, uh-huh. and then we can just bite into a big old chunk of the one we've been spending most of our time with. Because my, my other one is sort of something I've just sort of been plugging away at, because it was, it was a free open beta sort of deal. Right. Okay. Go for it. So, the first thing... To, to briefly lead into this, welcome to uh, Kyron's Dragon Ball Fighters update because I still play that game. Uh, <laughs> you and a lot of people, though, to be fair. The- I know, a lot of people do, but like, I don't know, no one I know, no one of my friends list plays it anymore. I'm just like, the guy who's like, mm. I'm just going to boot up Fighters and check out uh, base Goku and base Vegeta who just launched, and they're very cool, by the way. Uh, awesome. But. Well, it was the most watched. Uh- it like was, stream oh, of, that, of so that up. Yeah, that's it really was, cool. And it was, it was a hype stream. Yeah, we got to see Shenron twice. Oh man, we didn't even put the Evo announcements in Dope or Nope. Oh I'm, yeah, I take that back because I'm retconning that. You're going to hear them coming up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, done. Yeah, we'll, we'll go through that. Uh, but yeah, so but yeah, so I picked up the Fighters Beta on Switch because the open beta came out this week, and I was like, you know what? I'm curious. I'd seen people say at E3 that it ran really well, but I wanted to know for myself because not that I doubt of them. It's just nice to know for yourself yeah. and, you know, the options there. Sure. 
so yeah, I downloaded it and booted it up, and sure enough, like it runs really well. I didn't notice any major issues. Some of the textures on the stages are a bit blurry. Okay. Like, they're not as detailed. But honestly, that's not what you're going to fighters for. Yeah. Like, the important part about fighters, all the flashy attacks and just incredible visuals are basically there untouched, which is incredible. And because the game moves so... Even in so, handheld mode. Yeah, because even if the game... Like, the game moves so quickly that, like, you don't really have time to sort of take in the backgrounds, really. No, yeah. the backgrounds are just sort of like, they're just there. Yep. It's like, no, no, I'm looking at my cool Dragon Ball characters exactly. beating the snot out of each other. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, all all that looks good. The attacks are great. Again, it's it's probably just me, but playing on handheld mode whilst fun is an ideal because of I already have issues sort of with the joystick and like the tiny buttons okay. and trying to wrestle with that in a fighting game is not great. Right. But on the other hand... I spent, like, before I started work on Saturday, I had, like, an hour or so. I was like, I'm just awake in bed. I just fired up the beta, did a couple of, like, arena matches against randos, and was just like, look, that was good. It was nice to do that. Yep. So, I, was, I wasn't I was going to double dip on this game, but I think I might down the road. Like, maybe wow. when the updated version comes out next year, because it was fun. Cool. And it ran really well, which was a surprise being able to have that in your pocket as well like if you're going somewhere for like yeah. a weekend, just be like yeah i've got fighters with me like why not between fighters and smash like the switch will be a good little fighting console mm-hmm. absolutely yeah but uh that's that's really about it for that honestly i just wanted to just let people know it's like hey uh if you i mean people who want curious probably downloaded it as well but it runs really well so good on you arxis yeah nice that's awesome that's good to hear that's really good to hear um, but yeah, we know what we've mostly been playing, Joel. Kyron, Kyron, Kyron. I am in yes. love with this game. I am completely enamored with this game. I just, I love it. You should probably say what its name so is. So much. It's Dead Cells. Um, man, Dead Cells. Holy shit! Been out in early access on Steam for quite a while now. I a think. While. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because. My Steam feeds always put it up going, hey, uh, this sounds like a game you would enjoy. <laughs> and I've always looked at it and gone, yeah, that looks like a game I would enjoy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I want I want it to be out of early access first. Yeah. But and here we are. It is. Yeah. So I think last Monday it finally launched across everything, basically. It's on Xbox One, PS4, uh, PC, and Switch, which uh, is what I picked it up on because... Uh, Me also, because bed <laughs> yeah exactly and also because if you don't know anything about dead cells uh the basic premise of it, of it is uh, that a lot of people describe it as is a uh, a uh, like 2d platformer like metroidvania roguelike um so it's just ticks all the fucking boxes in in my book especially for a switch game um so karen i'll have you know that this game has made me put down uh, enter the Gungeon for the longest time in a, in a long last. time. Yeah, so um, that's a testament to, as to, to well, A, how the game plays, and B, how how much, I, um, how much I'm getting a kick out of it. So, oh boy, uh, where do we even start, Kyron? Jesus. Oh. Well... First of all, I want to I give mad props to the developer Motion Twin. Yes. Because we discussed them, I think... Either last week or the week before, when we're talking about how they actually run as a company and how they are all an equal at like an equal pay pay position. Right. That's yes. right. Yes. Interesting and cool. Yeah. Uh, but 
yeah, well, as you said, Joel, it is a it is a roguelike Metroidvania, uh, side scroller, combat's very hack and slashy. Mm-hmm. I would say is pretty fair. Oh yeah, very much a numbers game. So like you'll pick up gear, but it has DPS and like sometimes bonuses with like status effects and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, because it's roguelike, of course, everything's random. Yep. So you might get a good run, or you might get a dumpster fire run depends <laughs> yeah. on how lucky you are <laughs> yeah and i've had dumpster fire runs in this game for sure oh absolutely uh, absolutely you are always going to encounter that with with these types of games but i think the thing with dead cells that makes me like love it even more than some of the others in this sort of genre and like category is that even when you do get those dumpster fire runs the combat is so much fun that i didn't care like the combat is like even even if I have any issues with this game as a roguelike, because as I, I'm quite vocal about not really enjoying them, of course, the combat is so fun that I really just forget. Yep. Because just cutting through enemies is fun, even if I'm killing the same stupid green zombie in that first area for like the one hundredth time, yep. it's still fun, and that's what matters the most. Exactly. It, it's like the repetition is is. Because repetition is the name of the game when it comes to roguelikes, especially because you you are going to yes. be doing the same thing over and over again. Um, so you've got to make sure that your gameplay hook and your gameplay loop is fun. And they have, in my opinion, one hundred percent nailed this. And I just there's something about starting a run and just like I, I don't even open doors anymore. It's dodge roll through doors. Oh no, it's <laughs> yeah. I don't even I'll, know where they give. I also the smash them because sometimes it's fun. Yeah, true. I just love. Dodge rolling like, through like stunning enemies and then just fucking go to town on them and moving on to the next thing. Um, and it's just all at just this fucking breakneck pace that is so satisfying. Like, I, it just speaks to me on another level and I love it so much. Yeah, the combat's definitely very quick. Uh, and the, the, the best part is, it's responsive as well. Mm. Like, when I tell my dude to do a, a, a quick roll to get behind an enemy and then maybe i want to you know quickly attack that enemy from behind it's all done relatively painlessly yep. which is i mean it seems like a little thing but there are games that don't get that especially if they're side scrolls and to nail that it just feels good yep and like there are enemies with shields that where that is really important so maybe that's why it's a focus like not every enemy you need like needs it but shield wielding enemies will just straight up deny you yep frontal attacks yeah and stun you for a so couple of seconds as well him. yeah yeah it's i have to say i don't care about shields which they are a side arm you can pick up not a fan of them yeah i i don't just take it take a bow uh, yeah i generally don't go for them either but sometimes i'll pick up one that's like i've gotten like a like a rare drop one like mid run oh okay um and i've got no well, it's a gold one i've got to i've got to keep it because it's it's going to be good um, and generally I'll just, I'll still have like the, the starting bow that I'd had. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just keep it. Um, nailing parries is so satisfying with it. It's great. Cause I think the one I had as well gave like, I think it did like extra damage on, oh, no, it healed me on parry. So like it, oh, okay. It, That's good. It gave like, not much of a heal, but it gave a little bit of a heal. I'm like, all right, cool. And it does that thing that any game that has a parry system i feel needs to do especially if it's something that's going so fast as uh, as fast as dead cells is it gives like a split second of pause just for you to drink that in that you nailed that parry where you're just like oh yeah, yeah. i got that what one of my favorite sound effects in video games out of like the last 15 20 years is just the 
Yep. When you knock attack and attack away in Dark Souls, and the enemy is just like both arms stretched out either side, like openly stunned. You're like, yep. oh, I got you. <laughs> and you're like, I, bl- I just have got you. It's stabby stab time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. And yeah, you are right. Like na- pulling off that sensation is good and having that little that little moment where you can just sort of go, yeah, I gotcha. Yep. And you're going to die. And especially like- <laughs> It's important. Especially when it's like you're in the middle of like a ton of enemies, like four or five enemies surrounded you and you get that moment of reprieve and you're like- Collect yourself. All right, let's go. And you just start going to town with your twin daggers. And it's so good. I just... Oh, and man. Things can get messy in this game. Like, the enemies that can be on the screen at any given time is, can get pretty crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially when you get to, like, the... I think the ramparts, um, where there's those, like, flying, like, bird things. And, like, at any one time, there could be, like maybe 12 or 13 of those that are coming after you and it's just like whoa okay yeah um and like the teleporting grubs can be like that sometimes as oh, well oh yeah absolutely yeah um and the one the enemies that like split into teleporting grubs when you kill them like man yeah i just yeah. i i oh, the, it is so satisfying and it just i can i have lost hours in fact i'm going to check now just to see how many hours i played of it just in the first week you put- you probably can't. You get, it won't update with hours until I think the ten day mark. Oh, on okay. The Switch's profile stats. Oh, boo. So that that'll, that'll have to be a next week thing. Ugh, yeah. Well, I can tell you that I, but, I'm um, up to seventy five hours on Into the Gungeon. So there's there's that. Um, that's that's good God. That's a thing that's happened. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I can't judge you. Like I hit, I'm mean, not a roguelike, but I hit sixty hours on No Man's Sky next this week. So that's totally fair. It, Sometimes games just take you. Oh yeah, um, man. I just this is everything I want in like a this type of experience, uh, and I think they've just nailed everything about it. Um, and that's we've only I mean, we've only like I said, yeah. I'm not a fan of roguelikes. I, yeah, I don't like them. Uh, no, it's usually not the biggest thing for me. And I know a lot of like every roguelike sort of has a way that it that it sidesteps this issue. Mm-hmm. I like some form of permanent progress. Right. And I know, again, a lot of roguelikes have it, but it just doesn't really stick with me. But in this one, it's pretty simple, really. As you kill enemies, they will drop little blue spheres, which are cells, mm-hmm. and you accumulate cells on a run. And between each different section, like from ramparts to the wall, for example... Mm-hmm there'll be a little stop-off where you go through like a safe zone and talk to a couple of like vendors and stuff like that. And you can cash in your cells towards permanent like unlocks, which is a big yes. Uh, wish I never had immediately. May have done a few runs and lost my fair share of cells oh, at the gate, which sucked. No. I didn't understand what they were. Oh. I didn't know what they were. I was just like, oh, cool, blue orbs, don't care. <laughs> Let me kill enemies. No, kind And I talked and I figured it out. I was like, oh, okay, well... Maybe I'll just do a few runs where I just farm for these. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, for sure. Um, it's definitely in that way. I think it's more comparable to uh, like Rogue Legacy because that kind of Which, in a weird ironically, way. was the closest thing I've had to an enjoyable roguelike right. until I just got bored of how it looked. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, This is, yeah. I, it definitely takes, it takes influence from things, definitely Rogue Legacy. Um, I even see some Enter the Gungeon in there in terms of, like, its sense of humor and, um, like, its focus on, like, 
aggressive gameplay as well. Like it's like there's a, there's a timer in the corner constantly. Uh, there are doors that are will get locked after a certain time if you don't get to them in time. Um, they're not they're they're optional, but they're there. And when you see them, they're there. And and you get to one, and it's like, sorry, this door was locked seventeen seconds ago. And you're like, motherfucker! And it just like makes you want to get better at the game, so you can sort of blitz through those opening areas to get to them. Um, which I've done a couple of times, but it's nothing crazy in there. You just get a whole bunch more cells and a, a couple of little upgrades as well, like your, your like upgrades for the run, because you can upgrade your stats through the run. So you've got three different categories of stats. So you've got uh, brutality, tactics, and uh, I can't remember what the last one is. The green is it survival? Survival. Thank you. That's it. Um. So yeah. So brutality is like your power and all that sort of stuff. Um. Tactics is sort of like, you know... it. Yeah. I was going to say, it's worth mentioning, uh, this, these upgrades as well, I'm pretty sure they also include... Do they enhance your mutations? Yes. Which is another part of the game that's worth mentioning, just briefly, where you can pick from a set list of things to sort of enhance you. Maybe it's like more DPS after a after a hit, I'm pretty sure, is it? Yeah, it's a combo or one. The one that yeah. I always take, which is... um the vampiric one where you get like a couple of HP for oh, killing yeah. an enemy because my God, I just need some extra healing, please. Oh yeah. Necromancy. Yeah. It's the one that I like my, yeah. my main, cause you can only pick three. So you get to pick one at a time yeah. each time you go through. Um, and the, mine usually always goes in the same order. Necromancy, uh, the combo one, which is, yeah, if the, like, um, you get a, like a, a big sort of increase to your damage output for a certain amount of time after you kill an enemy. Uh, and then the last one is either, I think I mainly use Dead Inside, which is like a 30% to your health bar. Yeah, um, that's about what I take as well. well. I've started unlocking a couple more ones now that are sort of starting to make me sort of rethink my strategy as well. Um, oh, good. I'm glad there's more because I was I was wondering if there would be. There, there are blueprints you can pick up that will that get added to your oh, thing that you can okay. you can right. like power into cell like power cells into as well. Um, I'll never see them. <laughs> it's 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 uh yeah, but it's really great. Like I. Oh my god, I, I I like the 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 permanent progression stuff is really great because it gives you like you said that sort of something to work towards, and I, it's it's weird that I like roguelikes in general because normally I don't like games where I don't have progression, but I still have a set goal in them I guess so I think that's the difference. Um, things with like Enter the Gungeon, like I know I'm gonna keep bringing this up a lot because it's my main comparison point, um, is that, that there's not much progression like you can get currency to unlock like things that will appear as like weapon drops in the actual dungeons um but that's about it there are other things as well you can unlock like checkpoints to like you can start yourself in the second chamber or the third chamber but you've got to like you know fulfill a certain amount of um specifications before you can do that uh whereas with this it's like constant you're constantly getting more things again they, they, they really lean on that whole i think it's one of the taglines was like death is just the beginning and it's like every time you die you learn something new it's like all right cool maybe i should change up my strategy next time like every time you get to a new area you're like these enemies are different now i'm gonna have to rethink maybe how i spec my character out to get to that point because i'm okay with those earlier air those earlier stages now so i can get through them pretty painlessly um i just it's such a fantastic game. Um, 
and especially on the, the Switch. Only, the only part of it I, I sort of take to task mm-hmm. is, and it I can see like loosely how it is, but the Metroidvania part of it, like okay. I get the Castlevania part because the combat reminds me straight up of Castlevania. Really, it's a more snappier version of it. Absolutely, but the Metroid esque stuff, like granted, you do get abilities in some of the areas that open up things in earlier areas Mm -hmm. but it's sort of i don't know it doesn't feel like because i i got the the vine climbing one which yep what about did that let you get to the sewers or am i incorrect there yes it does let you get to the sewers okay so like that's sort of the only thing so far that i've seen metroid ish about it i mean it could there could be more going ahead i don't know there is i haven't googled how big (laughs) this game is so there there is more because i've got one um so we were talking via chat the other night about like the mummies. That's one, basically. Yeah. So okay, cool. Um, and the areas are also pretty straightforward. There's not much exploring going on, really. Yeah, they're all pretty similar. Um, but again, I think I I don't know if it was them leaning on like calling themselves yeah, a Metroidvania. I, I think it was just like a you know that's why the I don't want to angle it too much at them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. And it is, I think at base value, it is easy to look at it and go, oh, okay, yeah. But I think it's more that, like you said, the Castlevania side of things than the Metroid side of things. But um, You can pick Castlevania-esque as a, as a food option. Yeah, I love that. That's so great. Um, Why would you pick anything else but that? And I love that um, a lot of the animations, of it, I, I never played it, but from what I've seen of people playing it in trailers and whatnot, of our symphony of the night, the, the character animations and like some of the animations just give me that, yeah, that early PS one vibe. Like, um, yeah, that's, uh, like the, the actual character of, um, uh, that you play as, I don't even know. It doesn't have a name. It's like, mm-hmm. I can't remember. In symphony of the night or on this one. No, in this one. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I don't, he doesn't have a name because every time you die, the thing just picks a new corpse. <laughs> yeah, basically. So you're, you're like a, essentially a, like this, green blob thing that like reanimates a corpse every time you start a new run which is so great and um but like his animations the the way that they look look like that early ps1 his character model looks very similar to that kind of that feeling like a 16-bit ps1 vibe um and I, i i love it the art style of the game is gorgeous there's like the coloring is really really pretty um they're uh, although limited, the monster designs are kind of fun, especially when you get to the sewers and you get like the the scorpion things and 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 that kind of stuff and the slug monsters that slug along. Um, yeah, uh, the first two areas are kind of samey-ish with the enemies, but yeah, after like mm. when I got to the uh, what's the area, the village after yeah. the first boss, I think you start running into these douchebags with giant cannons Ooh, who can get yeah. stuffed. As far as I'm concerned. Nah. And you think those guys are the worst, and then you get to the next area in the clock tower, and you're just like, these guys here are the worst, actually. I apologize to those cannon guys. They're actually pretty sweet. Can we bring them back now? And that's that's like, that's the like the bread and butter of a good um, uh, roguelike as well. These type of action-oriented roguelikes, anyway. I should be very clear about that, because there are a lot of people that like roguelikes that are the move one space at a time. Like, traditional rogue, like, based around the game Rogue, um, which... Yeah, there's a reason it's called Rogue Light. Yeah, exactly. Or Rogue Light as well as the other term I use. Yeah, Rogue Light, um, yeah. But these more sort of action-oriented uh, roguelike games. 
Um, it's having like, you get to a new area and you're like, oh, fuck these enemies. And then after like, you know, a couple of hours in that area, you get comfortable with it and you get to the next area and you're like, oh, those guys weren't so bad. These guys can get fucked. And there's a few more tries. You eventually get over them as well. And it's, it's that before you know it, you're like, you're blitzing those earlier areas where you're not even blinking, where you just absolutely just, you're feeling like some sort of crazy speed runner and you're not, you're just playing the game and you're playing the game that the game was, how the game was designed. Um, but it makes you feel like you've learned something and that you're better at the game. Um, and I really like that, uh, that, that instant it's, it's always it, as, as shallow as that sounds. It's like that instant gratification of like, I'm good at games. Um, but yeah, I, I'm fucking in love with this game. I just want to go play more of it now. It's so great. And, uh, I'm having an absolute ball of it. I haven't even talked about the lore yet and the way it's delivered. And it's very like tongue in cheek way of being delivered. Um, I haven't really been absorbing much of it. Honestly, it's just not sticking out to me at the moment. It, there's not much there to be honest. It's like, you're basically in this prison and you it's on an island. You got to try and work your way off it. But it seems like, there was some sort of infection that started spreading through the prisoners and the guards. And that's what's created these monsters. And that, yeah. So there's all this, there's like little areas. Eventually like there's areas that you'll get into where there's things you can inspect and your character will look at them and sort of ponder to himself about them. And uh, yeah, it's really cool to sort of see. And they even poke fun at it as well. Like I can't, there's a part where he, the, the, the character even mentions something about like, drip drip fed law or something like that and i was like okay fair enough um so that they know exactly what it is and it knows what it is and uh it doesn't take itself so seriously but it's nice to have that little bit there just that every now and then you'll stumble across a new area that you haven't inspected before and you're like oh okay cool it's pretty bleak but sure why not um but yeah but then like within seconds you're back into the action and you're slashing through enemies and it's just glorious gloriously fun um yeah i honestly will be this will be on my list i think talked about at least and come end of the year i just i am that much in love with it i'm just not willing to make that commitment yet because the rest of you is crazy and yeah the start of you is pretty crazy i don't know man but it is very good and it's the first roguelike to actually have my attention for longer than for lot like because typically a roguelike i'll be like oh yeah cool i'll play it and then i'll finish the first stage kill the first boss get through a bit of a second stage die and it's like okay do it all again and i'm just like no actually get fucked yeah <laughs> how's that sound yeah and that's the I'm thing out. like you've got to, that that's what i found with these games as well like you'll have that amazing run and you're like you just everything it's just like poetry in motion you're like nailing everything bang 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 and then you hit that wall and you're like fuck and you go, well, I'm going to put that down now. And, um, but the, the sign of a good one is that you'll put that down 20 minutes later, you'll pick it up again. You'll have a break and you'll go, I'm ready to go back to it now. Um, and that's what I love about having these types of games on the switch. Cause it is perfect for that. You're sitting on the couch. I've got a podcast running on the TV. I'm like, yep, everything's going right. Well, I'm having fun. I'm having fun. Oh, cool. I died. All right. Fuck that. Put it down put it next to me on the couch, do something else on my phone for a little bit while I'm watching the same podcast and then be like, man, I could play some more Dead Cells now and just pick it back up again and straight back into it. It's what I did with Enter the Gungeon. It's what I did. Um, I mean, yeah, 
not the first time I like the first when I was playing on PC, but like with um Binding of Isaac. But when I had it on the Vita, uh, I do that same thing. It was because it was handheld. <laughs> the Vita. I, yeah, I man, I I played the most of that game on the Vita because um, and it's the same with Gungeon. I played, I bought Gungeon for PS4, and I played a lot of it on the PS4. But as I said, I played seventy five hours of it on my Switch alone. Like it's nuts. I just having that 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 ability of just being it's sitting next to me right now I'll just pick it up without breaking stride straight back into it and because I don't have to like boot the game up either because it's just on lock so I just lock the screen and I unlock it bang I'm straight back in I'm straight back into dead cells and off I go I'm hacking and slashing my way through enemies um yeah I love it I I love it so much I'm so happy it's here um and I kept forgetting about it before it came out. I kept like, ha- it was on my radar. I'm like, oh, I should check that out. And I'd forget about it for a little while. And then, um, yeah, the week before it came out, I just I was like, fuck it. I'm going to pre-order it. Done. Uh, and then like, yeah, midnight on Monday night, I think it was, or Tuesday night, it launched and I was, I was in and I played for a good three or four hours, I would say. Um, but yeah, any final, uh, final word and final comments on Dead Cells Karen? I mean, I look forward to playing it probably for the next week. Yep. Before I probably move on to something else, but it's it's very fun. Yeah, and it's good. Like it, it is the type of game that like you'll have it there, and you'll move on to something else, and then you'll whatever else you're playing, you'll need a break from, and you can just go. Oh, let's go play that for a little bit. Like there's no real heavy commitment to it, which is great. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Mm. Unless unless my switch runs out of space and something's got to go. <laughs> Yeah, I've already had to. But we'll see. I've already had to start deleting some stuff. I think I'm gonna to have to invest in a it's new tough. card. It's... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, an SD card feels like a necessary purchase. Yeah. imminently. Yep. And from what I hear, like transferring stuff over isn't that much of a pain. It's just connecting it to a computer and just dragging and dropping. From what I could tell, that's already a pain. <laughs> uh, that's better than what I thought it was going to be. It's better than what Ni- I shouldn't have to do. It's that. better than what Nintendo's done in the past. I should be able to just put the goddamn card in it and do it all on the Switch. Yeah, but then you've got you'd have to have two card slots. Get your shit together, Nintendo. <laughs> put two card slots in it. I don't even think most phones have dual card slots, like most Androids. I don't know. There's got to be there's got to be a better way to do it. That's that's another whole side. That's that's the side of Nintendo just like not getting it. I in general, I honestly <laughs> think that's that's that couldn't be any easier. I've got a card reader here. I just go, yep, bang. Put both cards in and go, copy, paste. Let it sit for five minutes and then put it back in. I don't have a card reader, so it's just a pain in the ass. Nah, it'll cost you like five bucks to get one. Just get a cheap one from Coles. That's what I did. I needed one one night to get some photos off like an SD card. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'll go get one. So I've got it now. It reads all the cards. I'd probably just burn what's on my SD card in there. Is there an SD? does Does Switch come off an SD card at all? Yeah. It's got one built in, I'm pretty sure. Okay, I'll probably, I'll probably just burn that and then just get a bigger one. <laughs> All right. Cloud, Cloud has to come with Switch Online, so... Yeah, I guess. It's a lot of effort, though. Just upload it to the cloud? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's less effort. True. I don't know, on my internet... Uploading to the cloud is easy peasy. On my internet, it'd probably be a lot more effort, so... Oh, yeah, that's a good point. It'd probably be easier for me to especially, use the card reader. Especially wirelessly. Yep. Yep. Uh, anyway, Dead Cells is good. That's fair. Dead Cells is good, and I love yes. it. Yes. Double thumbs up from me. 
I'll give it one thumb up just in case. All right, yeah, that's better. But one thumb up is a big thumb up to get. That's it. That's I'm I'm happy. I'm just I'm happy you're enjoying it, Kyron. I'm happy you're enjoying a rogue like we can share enjoyment of a rogue like together. This pleases me. <laughs> and we someone someone got it. Someone got there, and that's amazing. Exactly. And you're just gonna find that one, and then you're like, well, maybe I'll give those other ones that Joel's been fucking screaming from the top of no, mountaintops ago. <laughs> Gungeon man, get into it. Nah, I can only like I if I'm gonna play a roguelike, it's gonna be one until another one comes on to knock it off. Like, nah, <laughs> but I will keep playing Dead Cells. I will give you All that. Right, it's fine, Dead Cell. I'm happy with that. But man, gotcha. All right, I think it's time to keep this party train rolling as we head into another round of everyone's favorite podcast game, Dope or Nope. Go. Oh. Oh. All right, so uh, Dope or Nope, this is the part of the podcast where I'd normally explain where, uh, how Dope or Nope works, uh, but we're going to sort of throw that out the window this week, so I'm probably not going to bother explaining it, because pretty much all the stuff we're going to we're gonna bring to the table this week is stuff that we want to talk about, so it's more so an episode of, uh, as Kyron has listed in our show notes here, as Dope or Dope. Um, because it just is dope. Yeah, it's all it's all good shit this week, and that's not even including the stuff that we didn't. We had there's a lot more stories we could have talked about this week, but um, was it basically was it a packed week? Oh yeah, it's stacked out. Um, but it's mainly a whole bunch of announcements this week, announcements and previews and and gameplay looks and whatnot for for things that we're all you know sort of anticipating. So, um, I think we should uh, jump straight into it. Kicking off with uh, the the Evo fast round. Um, yeah, since I since you reminded me that Evo happened, I was just like, "Oh, Joel, you're right." And they announced stuff, and some of it was exciting, and some of it was not. But I think it's worth yeah. discussing for the stuff that was exciting. Yeah, I yeah, or or, or batshit crazy. Let's we'll yeah. get to that. Um, all right, give us the rundown, Kyron, because you watched a lot of Evo okay. over the weekend. I did you? watch a lot of Evo, mo- mostly like Finals Day for like uh, Fighters yep. and Smash and Street Fighter. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll just do a quick rundown. All right. Some of them we won't go into because, in all honesty, there were a lot of fighting games at Evo, and as much as I liked the ones I watched, like I, half of these I don't know nothing about. So, yeah. Capcom showcased both G and Sagat for Street Fighter V and then released them days later, which is very cool. Yep. That's really Dragon cool, Ball, yeah. Dragon Ball Fighters revealed for the first time officially on the big screen, I'm pretty sure, the trailers for base Goku and base Vegeta and then surprised everyone by also revealing Cooler as well, which also then therefore confirms Android 17 as the final piece of DLC for that game, which is, again, exciting. Yeah, uh, neat. Blaz Blue Cross Tag Battle revealed nine new characters, which is insanity. I don't even have a seems, list of them, but it there's... seems to be on brand for them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see if I like, if I can just list off some names here. Some of them I know because they're from Persona. The others I don't. Yep. Mm-hmm. So nine Izayu Mai Akihiko, which I know from Persona Three, Mitsuru from Persona Three, Labrys from. I think at least Persona, the dance, like the fighting game, Yuzu, Yuzu Merkava, and Mika. There you go. Nine new characters. Congrats. Cool. Cool. Yep. <laughs> good God. 
And they also, awesome. as an added tease, like teased a new color, which is again a big part of that game. How they revealed it was the the very distinct colors, and now there's a new color, which people are pretty sure is teasing Senran Kagura, which I have no real familiarity with at all. But yeah, is that go. the one that's, that's is, is is Senran Kagura the one that's Peach Beach Splash? Potentially, I think it might be actually. Oh, now you God. mentioned Peach Beach Splash, I think that's what it is. Oh, I could God. be way off base. Uh, oh, Guilty no. Gear. Guilty Gear got a new tease, as well as a new tournament announcement. Cool. Soul Calibur Six got two returning characters, Seong Mina and Astaroth. Mm-hmm. Tekken 7 is getting a second season of characters, including both Anna Williams and Lei Wulong, and Negan from The Walking Dead. What the actual fuck? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll touch on that. Uh, Dead Alive is getting a new character called Diego, as well as teasing even more characters. And the winner for most underwhelming announcement of the entire thing was Nintendo announced that they would have an announcement, which will also be covered in this direct, but why? Yeah, luckily they rectified themselves with with said announcement. Um, By actually having it, but like, they showed up at Evo... Like, for, like all these companies are rolling out all these cool announcements. Nintendo, Nintendo's like, hey, we'll speak to you guys in, like, four days. It's like, I mean, okay, I guess, but... And with, without going into details about, like, you know, the actual thing, like, the, the direct itself that did happen, they could so have we'll dropped... They could have dropped one of the characters there. Yeah. They really could have. They could have... Or at least on a tease. Yeah, true. Yeah. But... Yeah, instead all we got was like, yeah, uh, tune in on the 8th of August for a Nintendo Direct all about Super Smash Bros., which was cool because it did get me excited, but also compared to a lot of the other stuff announced at Evo, it felt underwhelming. Yeah, for sure. But um, anyway, that's that's probably the, the that's like a, a speed run, speed run rundown of the announcements. Yep, yeah, cool. Um, fucking, yeah, Negan, Walking Dead. Negan. In Tekken. Negan will be in Tekken, and that just is so odd, but, like, I guess, are we at the point now, Joel, where fighting game crossover characters have to be that left field? Is that just a thing now? I mean, look, (laughs) as weird as it is at first, like, like when you first sort of hear that, you're like, really? Why? But then you sort of, like, look at it, you're like, I I guess that kind of makes sense in a weird way. It's a cool crossover thing. It's going to get people excited. And because in this day and age, a lot of people are pretty good at predicting what's going to happen with certain things, like, you know, with announcements and whatnot, why not have something so far left to field that no one would ever, even if it got leaked, no one would believe it. They'd be like, no, nah, that's yeah. bullshit. Like, if there was a leak that said, hey, Negan's going to be in Tekken 7. <laughs> yeah, all right, sure. But yeah, yeah. no, here we, here we live in this world where it's going to be a real thing. Yeah, I think that's kind of exciting. Like where where it's like you know, all bets are off. The you know anyone's on the table now. You can you can draw from anyone if they're willing to you know give up their character IP. Like it's cool shit. I really like it. I mean, I'm, I have no interest in Tekken Seven whatsoever. Um, yeah, me, but, me neither. Me neither. But like, I will check out that first gameplay trailer for Negan for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't have any interest in The Walking Dead. Like, I've, I haven't watched it past season three, I think. I only know Negan from, like, various memes and, and the stories that came out when he was, you know, first introduced to the story. Yeah, there's a whole thing where but... 
it's just can I the concern for me is like man Negan isn't like he is a meme now he just is because uh, mm. I sort of dropped off after the season he was introduced in which my god that I like that first episode of the season he came in it into the show was really just holy shit like they nailed that but. I mean, he's still there, I guess, and he's still being Negan, and I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't watched the most recent season, but it just seems like yeah. Negan is Negan. Negan's everywhere. I think it's a bit out of control, but also the announcement was just cool, and no one saw it coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's really, really neat. Like, we, Negan, to me, as a character, seems like what, you know, from what I've read of the... Uh, What's it called? The the graphic novel. Because I read I, 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 like the first maybe like 50 or 60 like issues of it, I think. Um, and I got up to like a lot of the governor stuff. So when they said they were going to be doing that in the uh, in the actual series, I was like, fuck yeah, this is going to get wild. Like fucking messed up, but wild. Um, and they sort of didn't like he was OK, the governor as a character. But I feel like they kind of didn't really commit to it. But it seems like they've no. sort of done that with Negan. So, I mean, um, they, again, at the gate, like they they did commit to Negan, which was very cool. And the way they sort mm. of also threw a curveball—that's not really a spoiler. But like of the character he killed was like everyone who was sort of in on Walking Dead was like, "Cool, I know this character's gonna die. It's gonna suck, but I'm ready for it." And then yeah. Negan did that, and was like, "Oh man, that did suck." And he was like, "Oh, also, I'm killing this character." It was like, "Whoa, whoa, hang on." Actually, yeah. wasn't ready for that one, and that was cool. But again, I just feel like I, I don't want to say that I feel like I'm already overexposed to Negan without even really experiencing The Walking Dead. But it is hard to escape him. <laughs> He's everywhere. yeah, oh, including well, Tekken. This is yeah, exactly. As someone who doesn't watch the show anymore, I know exactly who Negan is, and. It, He's yeah. got a baseball bat that's called that has a name. Well, like, can't well, it remember. does. Do you know it? Uh, think think of another TV show that has a character that has that we do we but we do like. Oh, I know because the name. I'm like, oh, it's that. That's a cool name. Um, it's the it's a joke in the TV show that we like. Oh, it's Lucille. Lucille, that's it. Yeah, it's Lucille. I, in my head, I'm going like, like I was going Louisa or something, but then I'm going no. You were close. Louisaville, Louisaville Slugger is the name of like the brand of baseball bats in America. That's why I'm going to that. <laughs> well, That's where you know, my mind's going. Excuse the, the turn of phrase, but you know, same ballpark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This has been an awful thirty seconds of this podcast, and I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I am here for it. Um, yeah, crazy times. Yeah. Negan, like the way so interesting little little bit of extra extra juice for this was leading up to this people were like, Man, how could it be if uh if Kiryu from Yakuza was in Tekken? I mean, obviously that's now all I want because Yakuza's all about <laughs> fighting dudes and we need to get yeah. Kiryu in there. <laughs> but Yeah, fucking get the dragon of Do- Dojima in there. Heck yeah, the dragon will rise again. Yeah, uh fucking A. So when the silhouette popped up, I was like I sort of saw the bat, and honestly, I was like, "Oh wow, we're we getting like a one eighty. We're getting Marjima." I was like, "I like Marjima," but then it was Negan, yeah. which was just it was a roller coaster of emotions, Joel. And I never play Tekken Seven, but yeah, yeah. that's yeah. I 
I just I would have loved to have seen like like face cam on the the crowd at Evo when that happened. There are definitely yeah. reacts. Uh, there's a react from Maximilian Dude, who's a huge fighting game channel I've been following ever since Fighters came out, and his react basically sums it up really. Okay. Just right. disbelief, just disbelief in the fact that <laughs> this is a thing that's going to happen. One guy apparently tweeted at the at the Tekken developer last year or whatever, asking to put Negan in the game, and apparently they listened eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I love Fair it. Enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so you know, don't don't ever let anyone tell you that asking developers for stuff on Twitter won't work. Well, that's it. Yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of Twitter is you can get that direct contact with someone and sometimes <laughs> they might listen by putting in a Why really obscure character in, in a fighting game. In yeah. Tekken. <laughs> fucking Christ. Good God. Oh, yeah, that's, boy. That's the Evo wrap up. Fighters kicked ass with viewership and that makes me happy. Yeah. Also, yeah. Smash, Smash Wii U fizzled out in a horrible way. Really? Like, what happened? what happened with that? It's a whole weird thing. If you want to watch the finals, you can. There's a point where they both sort of stop taking the fight seriously and aren't really doing anything. They're both Bayonetta mains, which is also another whole part of the controversy. But the, the legacy of Smash Wii U will, at this point, because it won't be there next year, obviously, Smash Ultimate will replace it with yeah. hopefully a severely nerfed Bayonetta <laughs> because well, yeah, she ran rampant in the finals and just sort of... Yeah, just a sad way for that game to end its run at Evo. Very brief run for a weird game on a dead platform. Yeah, that's disappointing because it's... It really is. I, I really liked uh, Smash Wii U. Like, but... Smash Wii U was good. It's just... It's a good game. Yeah. And I mean, if, without if you... without it, we wouldn't get... We wouldn't be getting the... I don't think we would get the like Smash Bros. Ultimate that we're getting, so... I don't know. I think we might still. Because <laughs> I think Sakurai's like, you know what? It's all in. Everything's in. You want that? It's in there. Screw it. Why not? <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Which we'll get to next. <laughs> next. Uh, well, shall we jump into that now? Yeah, I think that's, that's, the best, that's a good way to just move into this next story. Perfect. Yeah. So Nintendo's announcement was uh, at Evo that they were going to be doing the, the Nintendo Direct for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate uh, a few days later, uh, and we got that Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Direct. And oh boy, is there a lot to unpack here? There is. Um, so how do you want to do it, Joel? Oh. How do you want to unpack this? Do you want to like work our way oh. like stuff, characters, then stages and music, or just take it as it unfolded? I think it can unfolded, maybe. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I just recapped it before we started recording, so it's okay, sort of cool, vaguely cool. fresh. Um, Excellent. I, I would like to set the scene of how I actually watched this. I was at work. Normally for yep. these sort of announcements, okay. I'm usually home but from work by then because it's usually like 2 or 3 in the morning. Um, but this one started at midnight for us, so... It was I really was doing... early for a direct. Mm, yeah. Um, I, I, was, I, I was at work. Uh, and because I was doing a close, I was, I'm, I'm currently doing training, like supervisor training. So I was doing enclosed training. Um, and while I was counting the tills, I was very, very quick to try and get into the office and onto the computer. So while I was counting tills at work, I was uh, I was watching the Smash Brothers Direct. And my uh, my AVM at work was like, is this, do we really need to have this on? Can we listen to some music instead? And I was like, this is not no. negotiable. I'm very sorry. This is not negotiable. This needs to be on right now. 
Uh, and then she sort of saw my enjoyment and how much fun I was having watching it while I was counting the tills. I was still doing my work. Uh, and I think she sort of vaguely got it. She's like, okay, I, <laughs> I understand this is, this must be important to him somehow. Um, she yielded. Yeah, exactly. So she sort of eased up a bit on that, which is good. But, uh, but yeah, man, straight out the gate, we get introduced, we get another one of these crazy ass fucking horribly we, dark for Nintendo shorts. Can I yeah. with, with, with a funny like side story about like how the opening of his character trailer was like, oh, cool. I know who you are because hours before the direct went live, someone accidentally yeah. pushed rename on a song on the Smash Dojo which changed the song to being called like uh, Bloody Tears slash Monster Dance or something, which was Castlevania. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, wow, Castlevania, I guess. So to go to jump into Time Machine way back when was like, there was the rumors going around that Ridley and Simon Belmont would be in Smash. Mm-hmm. Ridley was announced. And I think everyone since then was just like, cool. Well, let's wait for Simon. Yep. It didn't happen. And I, I don't know if people stopped believing but I, I think people were like, oh, maybe, maybe not. Then that update happened and then the direct started and it was like, all right, let's, it didn't. Yeah. And here's the thing. It didn't diminish the excitement because of how good that reveal trailer was. It, how fucking dark that reveal. Like, I, I know this is a, this has been a, a trend for all of the cinematic things that they've released for Smash Bros. Ultimate. This game is, is interesting. this game this game takes place in the darkest timeline. Like it, it is one hundred percent. Heroes does. are dead. Yeah, the people are win. dying. Yeah, one hundred percent. This is like you know, we if we fucking see Luigi like running through some sort of like haunted mansion, Dracula's castle. Who knows? Well, maybe um, it's Dracula's we, castle. We know it's one hundred percent Dracula's castle. But, yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's running through. He's encountering these fucking horrific enemies, and he's uh. He's like, what's the name of his vacuum? The Poltergust is not doing anything. Yeah, no. um, poor, and he comes face Luigi. to face with death, <laughs> literal death, and then with actually, his, oh my god, gets murdered by death. Just death he's... rips his soul out with his scythe, and that's yep. it. Then Simon Belmont jumps in to fight. <laughs> it's the most graphic thing I've seen involving a Nintendo character, I think, ever. Like. And not just a Nintendo character, like a flagship, one of the Mario brothers gets flat out murdered. Like the Ridley one was dark, but at least it was silhouetted. So it was like, okay, like, you know, pretty sure he's dead. But, you know, this one was like his soul physically left his body. And it's fucked up. (laughs) To be fair, Nintendo wants to be very clear that Mario is their favorite of the Mario brothers and Luigi (laughs) is the joke. Yeah, it's fine. Um, Now it's a dead joke though. So, you know. Yeah, exactly. I th- I think they did take to uh, social media to, to confirm that he was he was okay. Um, but I don't know, man. I'm just oh boy, uh, Luigi deconfirmed. I was about to say Luigi deconfirmed. <laughs> He's out. He's done. Um, but yeah, then we got Simon Belmont coming in, and uh, yeah, boy, he looks pretty good for someone who doesn't he hasn't looks... never played a Castlevania game, but he looks badass. He looks faithful as hell to his mm-hmm. classic Castlevania appearance, right down to how he stands, how he uses the whip. He's even got the, the stupid, weird, dangly whip he can do. Yeah, and fling it around I in all directions. Just, 
I love it. He's got his throwing axe for holy water. Mm-hmm. Cross. Oh, man. His final smash and looks awesome. It does. And we also had the reveal that his stage will be Dracula's Castle, which will feature mm-hmm. a whole host of Castlevania bosses. And you know what's funny? This is... I'm having the same feelings now that I had with Smash Wii U when they brought Mega Man across because Mega Man was neglected by Capcom at the time right. and suddenly he was in Smash, his stage was cool, his reveal trailer was cool, his, his final Smash had like all the different Mega Man characters, like main Mega Man heroes Yep, and he had all those abilities from like all the different bosses and was like, holy shit, like this is the most love that Mega Man's gotten since... Well, I guess Mega Man 10. Mega Man 10 was the last new Mega Man, I think. Yeah. And here we are again, the character from a franchise, from a publisher, who mm-hmm. doesn't care about it. We've got Simon Belmont from Castlevania, which Konami basically is just like, eh, here's a mobile Castlevania game, guys. Yeah. You don't want a real one. Yeah. And this stage is just full of so much detail, so many bosses. It's got 34 music tracks alone from Castlevania in this game. That's insane. When Square Enix is willing to give up two, two songs from Final Fantasy for this game. Mm, Yeah, well. And so, yeah, so there's a heap of bosses like the mummy, Frankenstein and Flea Man. And of course, Dracula himself, true to his his name, his uh, game form. And a mysterious boss shown in silhouette. Who knows what that'll be? But also, a couple of bonus announcements. We are getting Rick de Belmont as well from Symphony of the Night. Mm-hmm. Who, if you're if you know your Symphony of the Night intros, you'll know him very well. Some great dialogue. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen? You, you know that video. You've seen that, the intro. Is that, is that like what does it mean? It's so, it's the one where he talks to Dracula, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. That, it, yeah. The line he says in his in as he like jumps in front of the attack to save Simon is is from that video, and it was when I was like, oh, yes, we're getting Richter. Excellent. <laughs> uh, so Richter, yeah, he will be an Echo Fighter, which basically means he's a, he's a clone of Simon, but he will yeah. not... He, I think we're getting a lot of Echo Fighters this time. And yeah. Two games ago, when we were getting clones, that would have made me unhappy, but never finally gotten them right and sort of merged them with their characters. I have yep. no issue with it now. It's fine. Yeah. I think the way they're dealing with, with clones now is a, a, a really great way. It's yeah. just, it's, it's more a level of customization than anything else. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Which is really great. Uh, but yeah, so along with Richter, since we're in Symphony of the Night territory, we're also getting Alucard as an assist trophy. I wish it was playable, but I'll take this as well. Yeah. Um, and they did mention as well that he's like, at, because uh, assist trophies now can be KO'd. You can like take him out. Um, but they did specify that he will be very tough to take out. So he's got a lot of his cool. abilities from the game, like his little bat thing. Mm-hmm. Oh man. He looks, he looks cool. Yeah. Castlevania, Joel. Look, imagine if Konami cared. <laughs> yeah hey well Imagine. who knows i mean look look at us now like you're getting Mega Man 11 is coming out that's true within months so you know but i mean speaking of uh, speaking of stories that didn't make the chopping block for dope or dope i guess mm. uh capcom is such a different beast from konami now 
there's a lot of there's been a lot like Konami has been taught. I mean, no, Capcom had a lot of financial stuff this week, and they were just taught the way they're speaking about games now. Like they said, they'd rather have a game that what was it scores nine out of ten, but sells very little copies than a game that scores less but sells more. And that's just such a great thing to hear from Capcom. Like they're quality back on, over quantity, yeah. Yes, they're back on fo- focusing on quality. And I mean, I see no sign of that from Konami. Like, no, none. God, no, no. Unless it's a pachinko <laughs> machine, no. Exactly. I mean, the reason I think there could be hope is, I mean, I want to believe they'll see how excited people are for the Belmonts and Alucard in this game. Mm-hmm. as well as season two of the Netflix series coming out later this year. But yep. also, it's Konami, so who actually bloody knows? Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. But yeah, that's how they started their direct, with yeah, that, that very w- cool announcement. And look, to be honest, could have ended it there, would have been satisfying. But yeah, I would have been perfectly holy, happy. Holy fucking shit, that's not where this train ends. Like, there is so much more. Um while we're on the topic of Echo Fighters, I guess, with Richter Belmont coming in as an Echo of uh, of Simon, we got a couple more announcements for Echo Fighters. Um, this is this is uh, I, I was going to talk about this, but this makes no sense for me to talk about it because this is hundred percent for you. <laughs> this, we got the two Echo Fighters that got announced. We got two Echo Fighters from two franchises that I love. Yep. One of these Echo Fighters, I wish wasn't added, but. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll let you I'll let you guess as well after I say who they are. So yep. we're getting Fire Emblem Awakenings Chrom and Metroid Prime Trilogy's Dark Samus. Which yeah, which I, of the two do you think I wish wasn't in it, Joel? Chrom? Yeah, it's Chrom. Yeah. Cause we have about eight hundred thousand uh Fire Emblem characters already, and I don't care if and they're you know fucking what? Echo Fighters, there's much representation That's- there. That's not even my problem. My problem is it stems from... Ugh, mate. Hey, um, Sakurai, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing, buddy. Uh, Fire Emblem is a huge franchise, right? There's a lot of, har- lot of heroes, a lot of characters. Uh, they don't all use swords. This may shock you to learn. There are, there are lords that use axes. There are lords that use spears. Imagine how cool a spear hero would be in this game. I mean... Oh. The problem there is, I guess it would be a new character, and I guess that's how he justified Crom because he's an Echo Fighter. But my God, not only but that, he's still... an Echo Fighter of Roy. Yeah. Oh. See, here's Sorry, the thing. Dude. Roy's way cooler. See, here's the thing. Like, I like I. I know this sounds a bit like hypocritical after I just said about like we both said we're like, oh, Echo Fighters is the way to go to deal with clones. It's like, yeah, but also, do we need this like the eighth? Fire Emblem character representation in this game. Do we really need that? I mean, yes, but there are <laughs> other games to pull from. Okay. Fire, Fire Emblem, like, it made Nintendo mega bucks on the 3DS. Yeah, and fair enough. I'm pretty sure Heroes is their most successful mobile game as well. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's fair. That's, but, um, I guess that's my, that's but, my personal... My no, that's fine. Like opinion. my my point is like we can have eight Fire Emblem heroes, but can we can we like go deeper into the pool and not have all the sword dudes and Lucina? It's it's, uh, it's just gotten to the point now where like 
and I don't mean anything bad because I get why people like Fire Emblem and I'm so excited that it's back and that people are super excited for it. I get that. But anytime we get a Smash related announcement that's to do with Fire Emblem, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> like, that's, how, that's how I feel about the Pokemon that get announced. <laughs> oh, see, I'm way more excited about that. Fuck no, man. <laughs> I'm way more excited about that. That's more. That's more like, interesting to me. I. But I guess. I, I guess it's. It's a personal thing, just because I don't. I have. I don't play Fire Emblem, unfortunately, and so Pikachu, I don't... Pichu, Jigglypuff, Mewtwo, Charizard, oh, Ivysaur, right. Squirtle, Greninja. Oh, yep. Yeah. No, you meant the playable characters. I thought you meant like the, the playable, playable Pokemon. No, oh, okay. no, no, no. Pokemon's yeah, no, fine. I, yeah. No, I totally agree with you there as well. Yeah, we probably could do with a couple of less of those as well, but. One, but uh, sure. yeah, so that's the one I don't like. Dark Samus. Yep. Uh, I so the thing about Dark Samus, it's funny. It's it's cool. It's great that I'll finally be able to have. We'll be able to have like a four player match with four Metroid characters. Yep. But it's funny that it's Samus, Zero Suit Samus, Dark Samus, <laughs> and Ridley. <laughs> Three, Three different Samuses. varieties of Samuses. Like, man, this is like Dragon Ball levels almost. <laughs> Yeah, it really is, isn't it? Yeah. Um uh, she looks cool though. She looks Dark cool. Samus looks dope. Yeah, she looks really cool. Um she like floats around, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, and like that's what I like about these Echo Fighters. They do have like different animations and stuff. They do play fairly similar, but they've got like slight variations to the way that they portray themselves. So they're not not just like a skin change. There is some sort the of fun personality to the them. The fun thing is for these two is there was there was hints that were coming and it's one of it it's yeah. just a little it's little things that when i looked back on them it just sort of made sense first of all i remember back at e3 when people were going hands-on with the game mm-hmm. i saw shine sparkers tweet out a full list of samus's like color palettes and the dark samus one was absent which was interesting it definitely right. raised a few eyebrows and now we know why additionally Back when they were showing off all the characters, they showed a lot of Final Smashes, but they didn't show Robins, and Robins' Final Smash in Wii U included Crom, so I guess that right. sort of makes sense as to why they didn't show it. Okay. But uh, again, at the time, I didn't really think much of it, until here we are. They're both playable. Yep, that's it. Um, so you mentioned before as well that we got like the new stage for... Uh... Uh, Castlevania, so we got Dracula's Castle as a new stage. Um, there are a couple of new stages as well, uh, such as New Donk City from uh, New Donk City Town Hall from Super Mario Odyssey, which looks great and also means we get it to does. play Smash while we listen to Jump Up Superstar. So fucking exactly. double thumbs up there. Um, and then some older stages as well, so like uh, Fountain of Dreams from uh, Kirby. Fuck yeah, I yeah. love Fountain of Dreams from Smash Melee. It's one of my favorite stages. Tim Geddes was very excited by that. He was very Good. excited. He gets it. I yeah, hope it has he... the incredible version of um, shit. What's the name of the song? Uh, Gourmet something. It's an amazing uh, like Gourmet the... Race. Gourmet Race. Yeah, the version of that yeah. that's in Melee is just so good. Like fully yeah. orchestrated, yes. It's um yeah, man, the Kirby music's really great. Um It really we'll is. To, Surprisingly. We'll get, to, we'll get to music shortly. We will. Um, we will. But uh in terms of stages, they announced how many stages exactly in comparison to the other Smash Brothers games. Um and this is where things started to get buck wild. Uh, <laughs> because 
Oh boy, they announced that the uh, the total number of stages that will be available in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is 103. <laughs> at the moment. At the moment. Because if you look at, if you look, so there's a picture from a direct where it has all the stages yep. and there's enough space to fit six more to make a perfect square. Uh-huh. Um, I reckon we're getting those six more stages. Because, because the way that like, if there wasn't going to be six more stages, they wouldn't be so asymmetrical. They would have had them centered. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We're so getting six more stages. We're getting more. But like, even then, even at this point, 103 stages. That's. And oh, it is worth mentioning. As as Sakura himself was kind enough to point out, that if you include the fact that every stage has a battlefield and a final destination like design, mm-hmm. there's actually about three hundred stages. Yep, <laughs> that's bonkers. This, this is the game we play forever. <laughs> yep, this is this is the Smash Brothers game. Yeah, I don't think it is just I Super think, Smash Brothers. I think legitimately from now on we're not going to get another Smash Brothers game. I think this is the game. This is it. This is the platform I mean, I, for Smash Brothers. I think we I think we will, but it'll just be tweaked and little things will be changed. Maybe yeah. a character will step down to bring a new character in, but yeah, like this is just it. There's so much here and like we can we can ruminate on, on that when we get to the end of the direct because there's still mm-hmm. more Joel. Yes. Uh, but he also a, a feature that I don't think anyone really asked for, but is very cool is they will add in a stage morph function. Where you can pick two stages and it will just change between them as you fight, and I, I love that. Love it! It's so cool. I love that. I, I also love, and I think this was at E three. We figured this out, but um, you will also be able to turn off stage hazards. Thank Christ! <laughs> yeah, I like stage hazards though. Look, there's some that are okay, but there are some that are terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder if it means you could turn them off individually for certain stages or whether it's Maybe. just like a blanket like I, th- I think it's a blanket one it'd be cool if you could like you know say oh i don't like fucking um is it yellow devil from fucking the mega yellow man Devil's one? a pain in the ass yeah just like, i'll turn him off but like you know well there's some other we'll get to some of the other stage hasn't because <laughs> there's more to come for that as well um actually you know what let's get into that now um yeah Stage hazards are uh, one of the ones they announce uh, as a uh, a boss and and an assist trophy. It's going to be Rathalos from Monster Hunter. The, the fuck Rathalos is in Smash Brothers. Now the Rathalos raises a very interesting question. It does. Yes. They showcased him on what looked like a stage, but it wasn't on the actual stage select screen. Uh-huh. So people are people are wondering, I mean Sakurai did say that it would have like boss rush was going to be a thing, which I think isn't surprising. Boss rush has been in the game before, but it was just interesting to see what looked like a Monster Hunter arena. Yep, for the Rathalos. Yep. Uh, and also too it also too if you go back and look at the the Dracula stuff as well. That looks like a specific boss stage version of Dracula's Castle as well. Yeah, uh, at some point. So, mm. cool. so secrets. They got secrets. Oh, so many secrets. There's so much. There's so much they've said about this game already, and there's so much that we don't know. And it's so exciting. Yeah, because when you when you add it together, we've basically had an hour of Smash information fed to us, and mm-hmm. I still am hungry. And I know I can I can completely understand for people who 
did, who were like, okay, I'm good. I'm done. But I just want more. Yep. Give me yep. more. <laughs> yep. This is the game that I have, like, most of my fond gaming memories with friends are from this game. So, at like, this, when, like, well, this franchise. So, when this drops, this is the multiplayer game we play. Like, yep. that's just it. <laughs> 100%. Let's hope that online service is good. Yeah, I'm, anyway. that's that's the part i'm curious about but we'll get yeah, to that yeah yeah but anyway um awesome uh what, what other bosses do they announce as well they didn't really i don't think they announced any other ones yet yeah but, but it was interesting to note that that rathalos will be the first ever stage boss and assist trophy so it can appear as both so it's the yeah. first time in the series that it'll happen which is neat Cool. I wonder if if other assist trophies might become bosses. For example, mm. I was I I would love to see Mother Brain become a boss. Yep. That'd be cool. Yep. Uh, yeah, there's a few of those yeah. that would be really interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, so that's cool. Raffle yeah. also like that's we got some Monster Hunter rep in here. Well, there was there was talk of of that. There was rumors of that. Uh, like maybe actually the hunter being a playable character. I think as well. It would have been weird. Would... I don't know. Because they appeared in Mother's Capcom? Yeah, there's like a there's like a a plain avatar hunter. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, that's fine. I think this is a better option. Having like Me too. Like it's it's more it has more personality to it than just like generic. Monster Hunter character. is about the monsters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they're they're the they're the stars of the show. So having Rathalos and hearing that scream, I was like, oh yes. <sighs> And we yes. can say that now, Joel. Yeah, we've been counting we that. Them. Like before, Monster Hunter World, I would have been like, "Oh, cool, the Raphalos is here." But now I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I fought those. I, I, I fucking like grappled onto the back of one and started slashing yeah. its head. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> oh man, so, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, that's really neat. Um, that after after the, all the stages and stuff like that, they started to talk about. Music, because I was saying, in terms of the stages in past Smash Brothers games, the uh, each stage would have its own sort of like set amount of music that would have uh, be like incorporated into that specific stage. But now, uh, all the tracks that are in the game from that specific like uh, franchise, so so say it's the Zelda series. Uh, if you're playing a Zelda stage, you have access to all those tracks from the Zelda games. Which is awesome. It's a really cool yeah, feature. I kind of liked having pools of songs for particular stages, but like this is okay. still cool. Like, and yeah. I'm like, I'll, you'll still have a decent amount of control. But yeah, it was also sort of nice to have like a particular Zelda stage and go, oh man, my like my favorite songs on this stage. It is nice how we on all stages though. It's definitely still a good thing. Yeah, but yeah, Karen, it's going to be hard though to sort of. Uh... Uh, keep tabs on what are our favorite songs and stuff and, and how often they're going to appear. Because uh, how many songs are in this game? <laughs> well, Joel, there are... God, God damn it. There are 800 music tracks. If you include, like, the voice things and the menu songs, and, like, the menu songs and the victory fanfare, and the fanfare there's 900. Yeah. But, like, eight, 28 hours of music in this game. It's nuts. This This... This is ridiculous. And, and you know what, Joel? You know what? What? In this direct alone, 
two of my like two of my all time favorite video game songs were here. Like at the start yep. with Bloody Tears from Castlevania Two. Yep. Yes, like so many thumbs up. And the last one we'll touch on when we get to the to the to the stinger yeah. for this entire direct. Yeah, that music is the best. Um, <laughs> fuck, I love that music. Um, but yeah, eight hundred tracks. Um, and I did announce also- you will be able to listen to your music in standby yes. mode, so you can yep. use your Switch as a, an MP3 player, which I will do, because mm. there's 28 hours of classic video game tunes on this, and you can get that nowhere else. Not and they categor- and they even, sp- like, like, Sakurai even says that, like, they're, they're categorized into, like, franchises, so it's like having an album of music for each of those franchises. So And you can make playlists. <laughs> you can, yeah. Oh, that's Oh man, I wonder if the playlist you can set playlists to play while you're playing the game. Like you have like yeah, set friend playlists or something like that. It'd be nuts. It's um, just all this all this customization. Like no one asked for, but the yep. team, Sakurai and his team are putting it in there, and it's just we don't deserve him. Yeah, deserve absolutely. Any of those guys working and like, hard on this game. Even like the way that uh, like uh, setting up uh, a match. So, like, the ordering goes now, you, um, I think it goes, you pick the character, the stage first, so you pick your stage first, and then you can, like, specify, like, you can customize your character, basically, to what stage you're going to be playing on. So, instead of picking a character first and then a stage, it's the other way around, which I think's again, just a tiny little switch, but just really great quality of life stuff, uh, and also uh, being able to set custom rule sets that will automatically start because the last thing you do, you pick rules last. Um, but you can uh, set custom rule sets that will automatically start the game. So for us, instance, like for instance, we always play five stock, no timer. That's, that's our, our, our stock standard that we play pun intended. Yep. Um, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, it's true. So, so we can basically set it up now as, as like, you know, the default match settings are five stock, no like settings, I, no, no timer, um, you know, items, items on, whatever, you know. And you are right. It's such a little thing, but every time we booted up Smash, the very mm-hmm. first thing we'd have to do was go to the top, pick time, change it to stock, set it to five. And it, I mean, or, it's like, or, what, 30 seconds to do, yeah. but like this just eliminates that, and I love it. Although, more accurately, what happens is we go in, pick character, start a match, and they go, fuck, we forgot to tank it off time. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. you're right. It's exactly that. So it becomes like a minute or so before we get yeah, the change. Exactly. You are so, correct. Because you just get, you have that, that muscle memory. It's like, bang, 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 pick character, get, get start, go. But fuck. God oh, damn, go back out. God damn it. Stock, three, uh, five stock. There we go. All right, done. Um, so yeah, just like little things that, that just make this experience, like they've listened to the fans so much and gone, all right, let's, Let's put all this in there. Even little things like being able to set the game to say that, okay, whoever lost that match gets to pick the stage next. Like, that's yep. just great. Yep. I love it. Um, they also talked a little bit about Final Smashes as well, talking about, like, little tiny tweaks to the game that will uh, change up gameplay and things as well. Um, so Final Smashes are the little orbs that you that will float around the screen, and if you break it open, your character gets the opportunity to do their, like, their ultimate attack, basically. Um, now you can set it so that you can have like a, a, a like a custom rule set that will say that you have like a uh, a power bar that you fill like a final smash bar and when that like reaches like one fills might up. even one might even call it a super bar like a fighting Ooh. game would have oh uh, yeah that's it um 
It is interesting to note, though, that the final smashes that you do there will be slightly weaker. They did emphasize that. So it's fair, like, because I mean, you'll probably be getting quicker. Yeah, exactly. So I wonder, yeah, like, I wonder if you can still play that with smash orbs on as well, and if you can double oh, down, not, right? Because <laughs> man, man, that's gonna get fucking wild. Um, and you uh, know what? I'm they, totally. They did also say that final smashes won't also also won't happen at the same time. So if someone pulls off a final smash, people have to yep. wait. I'm pretty sure. Yep. So. I mean, I guess that's to stop the game from just melting in the cart slot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, man, there's little things that are just like make such an imp- like a, a change to the game, but like don't really sort of uh, you would never have thought to uh, to have wanted to add to the game. It's really great. And we're not even, we're not even done yet, Joel. We're not even done yet, dude. Oh boy! So they also showed so. A little bit of the uh, the new main menu, looking pretty and, tasty. Look, yeah, it looks nice. You can mm-hmm. see Smash, you can see games and more. Vault online. There's a nice little sidebar. Uh, mm-hmm. Bottom left, there's a really blurry part, Joel, that mm-hmm. we're not allowed to look at yet. No, no. But yeah, you know, they they felt the need to show the menu without talking about this mode. So they're obviously being Sakurai's being very cheeky here. Whipping the, internet in, whipping the internet into a fucking frenzy again. Um, he knows exactly what he's doing. Exactly. That's, yeah. He Yeah, exactly. You see him sitting there, every time they, they cut to him, he's just sitting there just going, you wanted this and I'm giving it to you. <laughs> Be thankful. <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> Never just, ask me for anything again. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there has been some people that have sort of like, because it is like blurred, like pixelated blurred. Some people have like tried to piece it together. It seems that it might say spirits. So would would kind of make sense considering we saw Luigi's spirit leave his fucking body at the start of this direct. Um, and Mario got impaled by Ridley. Yep. Uh so Joel, this could be like the campaign do, mode. Yeah, so do you think we're getting another campaign mode? Like Yeah, I think so. I think it's gonna be Subspace I, Emissary 2, but like called something different like spirits because i mean i gave subspace emissary a lot of shit back in the day but mm-hmm. i would love for it to come back just with some better design choices behind it because yeah. i just love the idea like because those cutscenes were fun they weren't deep yep. or meaningful they were just fun i will bring this up again once we get to the end of talking about all the things that got announced because i don't want to yeah. spoil the, <laughs> the last thing but there is something within that last little teaser that, that kind of should make sense. Um, but yeah, a couple of new game modes as well, which will be, I guess in the, the, uh, the games and more, I guess maybe, or maybe just in the normal smash modes. Um, one, which is a uh, squad strike, which kind of interesting. So it's basically like, I saw someone post like, you know, I, I might've even been you. that was just like, fuck it's Marvel versus Capcom now. Oh, I, I didn't post fuck. that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, you put yeah. So they're basically it's a three v three or a five v five squad match where you pick like three fighters or five fighters each, uh, and then you go at it. Um, you can also play. This it's, actually, yeah. This reminds me of like so back in. I mean, they probably still do it now, but I remember back when Malay was sort of in its heyday, like the old like NorCal and SoCal and the Smash scene used to have squad battles where they'd pick five people from each. Um, 
each region and they just line them up against each other in a similar fashion to how this mode works, in fact, where they would pick a character each. I mean, obviously okay. you can't do it like this. This has streamlined it, but yeah. they would say you would have you would have your five and five and they would fight. And if someone, say someone knocked out the other guy but had two stock left, when the fight, the next round started where he fought the second guy, that guy would have to make sure he would, he'd suicided to go back down to two stocks to keep the fight fair. I right. wonder if this mode's sort of trying to streamline that. Okay, potentially because um, the other mode that they the, the other thing that they said that they're adding is a complete tournament mode that will like yes. basically uh, up to thirty two players, like and it, it basically will draw up a, a, a like a round robin tournament uh, chart. You put in how many players you want and how many CPUs, and it will just automatically like draft it basically, which is fucking cool. Yeah, like I remember that that tournament mode was definitely in Melee and Brawl. Mm. I don't remember if it was in Wii U, honestly. I don't I think it was. Spent enough time with it, but like I don't think it was either. Yeah. Um side note here though, the menu screen for the tournament mode, just Mario looking fucking terrifying. Looking this like This game is terrifying, Joel. It's it, never forget the is, reveal trailer. Again, darkest timeline. This is Smash Bros. Ultimate is the darkest timeline. Uh, and I'm so ready for it. Uh, <laughs> I'm so ready for just absolute oh Nintendo murder. Let's go. Um, and there's also going to be a, like a training mode as well, which is going to have its own special stage that can track all sorts of different data if you want to get really into the weeds with how you play Smash Brothers. Um, like I'm excited for that mode. Yeah, like seeing like the arcs that how much... like. An attack does on a certain enemy when they're at a certain percentage of damage. You can see the trajectory that they will be launched on, and yeah, and the backgrounds are grid, so you can sort of get a good idea of distances with attacks and all that. Yep, it's oh man, nuts. It's serious nuts. Um, classic modes coming back as well. So uh, that's basically the uh, it's basically all star mode, isn't it? Yeah, From... no, classic mode is basically arcade. Arcade, okay. All stars is the one where you fight through the entire roster, which in this game, oh my god, <laughs> settle Whoa. in. There's gonna, there's gotta be a mode that's that. There's gonna be a part yeah, of all star will be a, back. Yeah, that's gonna happen. That's gonna be a nightmare. Because um, oh I mean, it was boy. bad enough in Wii U. Like all star was huge when you had all the DLC. But yeah, I can't even imagine in this one. Um. So yeah, they have like each. It's like each character specific will have a. Uh, different rivals I face off against in classic mode, which is really cool. That's a good way to sort of, um, I guess for if you're new to the game or just getting accustomed to the game or even wanting to try out like a new character that you don't normally play as, it's probably a good place to go to sort of test it, test it out maybe. Um, and we also got a whole bunch of new items and Pokemon and assist trophies, uh, including a banana gun. Which looks hilarious! Oh my god, it's a gun. It's a banana that's uh, when you see the item, it's actually like an upside down banana. It's like um, yeah, so it's, it's in the wrong direction that a banana would normally be in the game, uh, and it's basically got one shot in it, and it's like a really powerful yeah. bullet. Uh, and then it works like a normal banana peel as well, so you can throw it on the ground and people can slip over on it. Um, great. Awesome. That alone was... Yeah. I was like, well done. Well done. 
Um, they've got the uh, Death Scythe from Castlevania is in there, uh, which works in terms of the, the if I, 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 an enemy's on like a really high percentage of damage, it's an instant KO. Um, that thing's going to be brutal. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be crazy brutal. Um, what else did they include in there as well? Uh, they announced a bunch of new Pokemon. Yes, they did. Yes. So, so we got a, a one in particular that I want to. I want to just. I almost want to just take a moment to really bask in the effort this would have taken, because yep. Ditto is yep. in the game now. Yeah, so that means awesome. that means that every single character in this game has a Ditto texture. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's that's crazy. Whole, that's amazing and holy not, crap! <laughs> not only a Ditto texture, but it has like I guess like the Ditto has to have the AI programming of it as well. And I know that that's yeah, it, it works like based, probably basically off the um the AI programming, but even still, that's that's a lot. Of I work. mean, they nearly included Ditto earlier in the series, but I don't. I just gave up and never didn't come back to it until now. Mm-hmm. But. It's just such a little thing that it's going to be incredible to just watch Ditto take the shape of whoever, it, like, I, does it copy who it who like calls it, or does it just pick a random fighter? I don't know. I but think it way, copies who calls it. I think that makes sense. make more sense. Yeah. yeah, that's just that's just going to be cool to see. Yeah, um, Mimikyu's there, which I love because Mimikyu's great. Uh, and also, speaking of other Pokemon right. that I fucking love, even though they're so super dumb, uh, Alolan Executor is there. Fuck yes. And he becomes like a barrier that you can like climb on and wall bounce off of and stuff. Weird. Yeah. It's this giant fucking palm tree that just sits in the middle of the map and it made yeah. me laugh it's... so much. There's so much in it. Like both forms of Vulpix in this game as well, like regular yeah. and Alolan. So my God. But Joel. Joel, 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 Joel. Yes. Assist trophies. Yeah, this is slightly bittersweet. I, I get why people are like... I, I disappointed, but yeah. I think this was the best was yeah. it was going to get, and I it really is important to not take away from how prestigious this would be because Shovel yes. Knight is in this game as an assist yes. trophy. Yes, Shovel Knight from Yacht Club, an indie developer, an indie game. Mm-hmm. Their character will be alongside gaming royalty. Yep, they were the first. I the first third party. Uh Amiibo, wasn't it? I think. Oh, do you count Sonic? Uh, I guess. But I mean, either way, like, they're the first indie Amiibo for sure. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And you know what? I think Shovel Knight's still my favourite Amiibo. He just looks so good. Yep, I'm looking at him right now and he looks so great. Um, Yeah, I like, I'm I'm not super disappointed. I'm not like, no, let's fucking shoot that he's not... I was like disappointed a little bit at first, but I'm like, no, fuck it. It's awesome. He's in the game. Um, and he looks great too. Um, seeing him bouncing around on the stage and digging up fucking items out of the ground with his shovel. I'm like, yes. <laughs> For justice. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, who else yeah. do we have? And my other favorite one, which is actually, it's at the same time as the Shovel Knight confer- confirmation, mm-hmm. is the God damn moon from Majora's Mask which just flies in from the backdrop of the map that you're on and just just wipes you all out and I just love how it happens it looks bananas oh man Uh, interesting 
interesting to note. Uh, no sign of Skull Kid yet. Huh. Skull Kid, of course, was an assist trophy in Wii U, where he would just be a giant pain in the ass and flip flip your controls in whatever way would annoy you the most. And his description on the website very specifically read that he was an assist trophy, not a character. Now, I don't want to say this means he's going to be playable, but there's a lot of people already on the internet going, hmm, interesting, but he hasn't shown up yet. That's that, just something to ponder. That would be a cool representation from Zelda. That would kind of make sense. Especially with the moon coming in as an assist trophy, really. Yeah, fucking so, moon I mean, who just knows? coming we'll in in general. God, it looks terrifying. I want to, I want to get the moon on Great Bay, the Terminus stage, which already has the moon <laughs> in the backdrop, so we can have two moons. I wonder if they've like, surely they've thought of that. So it just it, if it's there and you get it as an assist trophy, it just comes out from where it is. Oh, that'd be cool. And like the giants don't stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd it, be like, cool. Actually, like, oh man, that it, fuck, that'd be awesome. Oh my but, god, uh, I want that so badly. But Joel, uh, it wasn't Gray, over. <laughs> Gray Fox and uh, and Zero from uh, from Mega Man as well. Assist uh, yeah. as well. I think a lot of people were again much like Shovel Knight. They were sort of bummed about Zero, but it's just cool to see him in there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're right. This is where things started to wind down. They started to wrap things up here. Um. Before we left, uh, as Sakurai was giving his goodbye announcement and sort of saying, thank you for watching. It's great to have you here today. Um, started to hear some sort of like big booming, I guess, like crashes in the background. Yeah, yeah, there thuds, thuds and crashes and, screen, and stuff. Screen started to shake a little bit. Didn't seem to phase Sakurai. He didn't really seem to give a shit. He was just like, yep, cool, say goodbye. Um, but then eventually... The last thing we got to see was uh, Donkey uh, Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong just having a grand old time, sitting on uh, sit watching some TV, um, which they were watching a whole bunch of different, I guess like representations of like boss fights between the other franchises in the game uh, that are representing the game, and that 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 little moment was so cool, like watching the, 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 that little clip of the bosses that are finally playable. <laughs> Yeah, Ridley's here, and He's also, here. also though, I think that's a maybe an indicator of what we're going to get for uh for the it seems the like campaign. a mm. So, well, maybe yeah, like that's that's what I think that might might be that might be the campaign. It's like you know the 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 great battles of all time sort of thing. Smash um, Ultimate, yeah, exactly, yeah, the ultimate battles, like you know, you know, uh, Samus versus Ridley, like all that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, but obviously Donkey Kong. I can't believe Ridley's playable. Holy shit! I know, right? Yeah, but uh, Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong, just hanging out, watching. They hear these thuds outside their window. They go outside and look through their window, and they see the silhouette of a familiar face, which everyone was like, "Oh my god!" Which was then revealed to be uh, a bit of a troll. It's King DDD dressed as said character, um, which I think is great because. Yeah, it's the, it's great yeah. because of the extra layer of Sakurai being the voice of of day, well, the, the person who does the sound effects for Day Day Day. Yep, yep. It was like him just trolled everyone. Yeah, I love it. Uh, but then from behind him, as he's having a great old time, having a laugh at his joke, we see the actual form of the person he was impersonating, which is King K. Rool from the Donkey Kong Country series. 
And fucking Go. yes. Yes. So, holy shit. King K. Rool. King K. Rool hasn't appeared, as far as I'm aware, in a DK game since, like, the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. He's it's long forgotten. I'm... I'm I'm pretty sure if it, what, one of the guys who was in charge of designing him, like, when this was announced, was tweeting, it's like, huh, I wish I'd given him a less stupid name. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, and also fun to note, people people sort of had about, to go back to the assist trophy point, uh, the claptrap was in there, which sort of made people go, huh? Yeah. Claptrap. Yeah. Because again, claptraps also haven't really appeared since the Super Nintendo. It's all been the ones from... Whatever you call the enemies that were in retros, Donkey Kong games. Yeah, well, they all got different names and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, but yeah, he's here. K. Rule is here. Another yep. villain joins the roster, and I also honestly... we get the most amazing music from the Donkey Kong series. We get the fucking Donkey Kong Country Two Pirate Song. Can't remember what it's called. What's the name of it? I think it's just. I'm pretty sure it's just King K. Rule's. Boss is it oh, combined like with like um galleon whatever yeah, it's called the galleon one's my favorite king k rules boss fight music in that game is a combination of it it, it yeah. starts like that and then goes into the and it's just yep. it's the rendition in this video got me so hyped i yep. just wanted to play smash immediately <laughs> yep uh and then I, also we get to see like I, I, I'm assuming he's Final Smash, or maybe a cutscene from <sighs> potentially no, it's, I, I the, the his campaign. Final Smash. <laughs> I think it's his Final Smash too, but yeah, just him go, like going into his giant fucking King K. Rule cannon and blowing up like Donkey Kong's Island. Oh, from, so the, the cannon was from DK sixty four, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Oh wait, I get. Was he in that? I guess he was in that. So what, Super Nintendo wasn't oh. the correct answer. I guess he was in. Was he in that? I need to know now. Yeah, I don't right. remember DK sixty four. I'm just gonna quick Google for K rule, DK. Oh look at that! That was the first thing that came up. King K rule <laughs> DK sixty four. Yeah, he was in that. There you go. Uh, so that was his cool. last appearance. But that's still a while ago. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he has a counter as well. His belly is his counter. <laughs> I noticed that. Watch rewatching that tonight. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Again, Speaking of little things, he has his um he has his gun from Donkey Kong Country Two, and when he uses it, he even has a pirate hat on, which comes off after the attack ends. Yep. Uh, speaking of hats oh, as man. well, he can throw his crown as like a boomerang. Oh man! And it can, uh, and which also as a as a hilarious side effect means the villager can probably pocket it. Oh! <laughs> oh my god! He can I can't take wait his to crown. <laughs> Oh, but, I can't wait. Yeah, King K. Rule, he's back. Yeah, um, yeah, that's man. Fuck that smash was just that was a that was the <sighs> smash direct. <laughs> that was it, and like you said at the start, Karen, this is not even this isn't even it. We're gonna see more. There's more to come. I know. There's like, another direct. We've got to see that new mode. We're gonna see that new mode, which is probably gonna have it. That that direct's probably gonna have another character reveal. I would say. And at this point, you nearly need to be looking at the at the lineup of like mainstay Nintendo franchises and be like, okay, mm. what villains are missing? Like, yeah. what? Or who would they be? You... What do you reckon the odds are that we'll get um a baddie from Kid Icarus besides Dark Pit? <laughs> Maybe, yeah, that like would Medusa make sense. Could come into it. That'd be cool. 
I'm trying to think um, what else there is. But yeah, like I think it's just something worth considering. Like, because I mean, most of the villains are in there now. Like you got yep. Ganondorf, Bowser, Ridley, yep. King K. Rool. Yep. Pokemon doesn't really have a bad guy. The closest you would have to evil, if you go over the movies, is Mewtwo. But even then, he is more so just an no. angry Pokemon, so much put, as he is evil. They put Gary in there. That's it. You face they up took out Pokemon Gary. Trainer. Oh no, they did. No, Pokemon Trainer's back. Actually, oh, yeah. fuck, Pokemon man. Trainer's... Holy shit! Echo Fighter for Pokemon Trainer is Gary. Holy shit! I reckon that could happen. I reckon Blue could get into this game. Fuck. I didn't even think of it. Until Neither did I until just then. Until I this came into my mind as a joke, and then it sort of makes fuck. sense. Wow. Let's go. Pikachu okay. Navy is coming out. Oh man, that's that'll be the in the final direct like Smash Brothers directed. It'll be just before Let's Go comes oh, out. That actually make I I won't be surprised when that happens now because that just makes sense Fuck. to have man. Blue I'm on to a win here. You you heard it here first. I predicted that if Blue it happens. Confirmed. I predicted that. That's my prediction. Now done. Um, your claim claim on it. Yeah, I will. I'm I'm 100. That's um. Oh man, if oh, that happens, I'll be God. so. Oh, that'd be so good. That makes sense. If it's blue, it could very easily work. Yep. And you oh. could have. What would his Pokemon be though? Would just have different, like a different gen starters, or would he just have like different forms of? Hmm, I don't know. Anyway, that's probably going to happen. I won't yeah. be surprised if blue gets announced because it does follow the trend. And I again, I do believe we're getting more Echo Fighters, and that would work. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I, although, like facing off in Pokemon been, Stadium. New Pokemon Stadium is back as well. Yeah, exactly, and the fucking um the Unova uh, Pokemon League one as well. Yeah, fucking man. Yeah. Okay, cool. Anyway, right. we could talk about Smash a, all night. That, yeah, yeah. That that Smash Direct was twenty seven minutes long, and it was jam packed. It was like the yeah. game is going to be that we don't deserve, but we're getting because Sakurai and the team are too good for us. They're just too generous. This is yeah. This is nuts. Like, this is beyond nuts, this game. Um, oh, boy. Shall we continue on the, the, the crazy... I guess we... The crazy train? We should. Yeah. At, at least the next ones are a bit shorter, because that thing was just so much information to unpack. Yeah. But we did get a lot more information, because uh, not too long after the, uh, Nintendo announced they were doing a uh, Nintendo Direct for Super Smash Brothers... Um, we also found out... It was during out, the Direct, actually. Oh, it was during the Direct, yeah. Um, yeah. Just to, fucking Rockstar trying to steal some thunder. Um, at least they did it during, and they didn't do it beforehand. That's That was at least sort of kind of them. Uh, Rockstar tweeted out that we were going to get a new trailer for Red Dead Redemption 2. It was going to be a gameplay trailer, they specifically said, um, on uh, a couple of days after said tweet. And we got that. And it was a six-minute video, very much similar, to, uh, similar to the uh, GTA Five one they did, um, where they had like a like a, a lady narrating, which I'm pretty sure is the same person that came back for this one, because she's it, her voice sounded familiar when she started talking. I'm like, I remember her from the the GTA Five one. Um, I don't really recall the GTA one. I remember it was a lady, and she had a really interesting voice, and she sounded I don't know, just sort of sounded similar to me. I could be wrong though, but. Um, yeah, but we got like six and a half minutes or so of, uh, of Red Dead Redemption 2's gameplay and oh boy, this game looks pretty. 
It looks ridiculously pretty. Even mm-hmm. if like the stuff they showed was sort of like, okay, this is Red Dead. Nothing here is sort of new. The game looks gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. Um. I mean, look, it, it it doesn't look super new, but like some of the stuff they're adding is pretty interesting though. Um, being able to like talk your way out of situations or like negotiate and things, and uh, or if if someone sees you commit a crime, you can basically threaten them. Uh, witnesses to um to keep their mouth shut. Um, I think is pretty interesting interacting with people while you're walking. Like, there's one uh, a part where they show like, uh, is it Arthur? I think his character. Yeah, it's Arthur's a protagonist. Yeah. yeah. Um, riding along, and he oh, sees another person on a horse. Yeah. And he sort of says, you know, that's a nice, mighty fun horse you got there. Um, couldn't you um tip your cap at people in Red Dead One? I think so. I think you could. Yeah. Um, there was some sort of acknowledgement like that, but. Yeah, so, uh, man, yeah, some of the things that they sort of talked about in the trailer were, like, the the, the, the weapons themselves that you'll be handling, um, how detailed they, A, look, and B, handle. They said they were going to be sort of realistically handling, which is going to be interesting, especially with some of those, like, you know, old-style shotguns and rifles, a lot of kickback on Ooh, them. Oh, yeah. Mm, that's going to be uh, interesting to see how they handle those. Um, by making them uh, nice and uh, realistic. Um, yeah, whole bunch of interesting stuff though. Yeah. Lots, lots of focus on melee combat in this as well. Um, uh, yeah, well, because they, they, when they were talking about the melee combat and the gun combat, they did also say that they're sort of rebuilding it as well to make it more enjoyable. Mm, yeah, that's dead eyes back, which makes yep. sense, I guess. Yeah, I like dead eye. It's good. Um, yeah, it's fine. Like I, I've got no real problems with Deadeye. It's just when they announced that it was back, I was like, "Cool, that's that's the thing I basically had already assumed." But it's exactly, cool to see yeah, it, I guess. yeah. You know, it makes sense for it to be there. Um, but yeah, like a, a lot of focus on in the trailer itself as well with melee combat, like, lots of like bar brawls and then like sprawling out onto the street and then like continuing it out in the street, like people are going like you know toe to toe, fist to fist, which looks pretty fun. Um, but yeah, having things like being able to block and, and, and kick and things as well, which is really cool. Um, yeah, I just, I I guess there's not a whole lot to say about what they showed here. They were basically just sort of showing the game in action, I guess, in this part. It was interesting to sort of note that they are listing this as part one. Um, so we are going to be getting more in the future. Yeah, but the next part will be about missions and like things to do in the world and stuff, mm-hmm. which will be exciting. That's what I'm really like. That's the stuff I'm curious about because it was good to see the game running, but like the thing that blew me away the most in this entire stuff was just animation stuff. Like the mm-hmm. way the horses moved, how yep. how seamless it was. Like as as they spun around and like changed directions and stuff, it was just like good god. And the vistas, mm. Christ, the vistas. Like the I don't know how this is going to run on a console like at all, but it's going to. Yeah, I know. I still don't know how GTA Five ran on PS3, but it did. Exactly. Yeah, and it ran fairly well. Like it's yeah, <laughs> pretty seamlessly to be honest. But um, it's interesting you mentioned about the horses as well because it looks like they've changed up how the horses actually handle as well, which is going to be cool. Um, you've got like it sounds like you've got a lot more control over the horses. Being able to do, I, I've seen people describe it as a a handbrakey. Like a, a a U-turn on a on a, a horse, which sounds like fun. Um, 
I don't know. And then the animation looks seamless. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, you're right. Um, the other thing that was kind of interesting as well was um, the fact that because this is obviously centered around uh, Arthur and uh, being a part of the the Vanderbilt gang, I think it's called. For memory, can't remember what it's called. Um, is it the Vanderbilt game? Anyway, uh, yeah, one of the one of the <laughs> it's, it's a gang basically. Um, presumably the one that uh, the Marsdens were involved in. So, um, yeah, uh, it's seeing them have the. The, the whole story is centered around them sort of moving from town to town um, and setting up camp at each location and things like that. And, and the interactions that you can have with those characters around like the campfire or playing poker with them. Some and... might even say building your social links. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh man. Who got persona in my red dead? Oh, I'm ready for it. Yes. Yes. Didn't even. It seems that... like making, making friends will like, open up new missions and stuff like that, which I'm, again, that's sort of not new to Rockstar, but it's, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely keen for that. Get to know my, my, my gang of, uh, of, uh, miscreants, I guess, before half of them probably won't survive this game. Uh, (laughs) most of them are dying. It's going to get, the back end of this game is going to get heavy. Like it's good. They're going to, Build these relationships, and even though you know what's coming, you're still going to get attached to these characters, and then shit's going to get hit the fan, and it's going to get real messy at, real fast. At least you know John Marston's safe. Yeah, you know, until his game. Spoilers. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's people of that time. Yeah, some people might be replaying it now. I apologize if you are, but, you know, you should have played it back then because it was a fucking masterpiece, so... Uh, <laughs> it still was a masterpiece. <laughs> it is, yeah, you're wrong. You're not wrong. It's a fucking sensational game. Um, but yeah, lots of cool stuff to to um to check out in that trailer. Um, I'm excited to see more. Although I don't honestly, I don't need to see more. I will watch more when it comes out. But at the moment, I'm just like, yeah, I'm buying this game like day one. The thing I'm hanging out for is the online video because I'm already sold mm. on the single player stuff. I don't need to know more about single player. I want to know how online's going to work how we're going to be able to put together our sweet cowboy posse. Like, that's what I'm curious about. So here's the thing. Uh, we both watched the Easy Allies, and uh, Brandon Jones yes. on there had a theory about, they were talking about the potential of an Undead Nightmare spinoff, and he brought up the idea of doing a Westworld-style um, spinoff as a DLC thing. What if that was the online mode? And that's how they it dealt Westworld. with it. was Westworld. And that's why that, that gives you the reason for having your own personalized character, being able to hook up with friends in there and all that sort of stuff. That's, that's the Westworld connection is the online. Yeah, I could see it working. I don't know. Like, that's why I'm curious. I think it'd be kind of cool. It could, I reckon it, I honestly think it'll just be stock standard. You're yeah. all just cowboys, but yeah, I think so. We'll see. I think it'll be just pretty, yeah, I think it's going to end up just being like a typical stock standard thing. But man, if they did that, that's like an extra layer to the game where you're actually playing the single player going, is this, is this real? Am I, is this really happening? Or am I going to, I mean, yeah. Shit got wild in GTA fives online, but I guess that in, in that particular game, you're like, you forgave it because it was, well, it was modern. It was GTA five. Like yeah. it's a bit harder to pass craziness. I think in a, Western, but I guess I mean Rockstar will probably do it because they're Rockstar, and I have faith in them. 
there's no you can't have cars or jets or nah. like the DeLorean nope. from Back to the Future. Like you can't have any of that. Or like shit in RPGs there. or grenade launches yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. Um so yeah, it will be interesting to see how, how they incorporate the online stuff. Um I mean the online oh, stuff that was in Red Dead. Yeah, me too. I'm fucking so ready for it. So ready for it. Oh god. Pax weekend. <laughs> I I that makes me sad because I'm not gonna get to play it all weekend. Because chances, chances are you're going to be staying at my house, so I'm not going to be able to play it. Oh, if no. it helps, Joel, like, so here's the thing. You'll have your copy there at least. Yep. I'll get my copy and then leave it behind. <laughs> you can you can, you can, you can, hold my copy for a little bit while we're here, just as like to Thank, tide thanks, you over. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's Thanks, right. man. I appreciate yeah. it. That's what friends are for. <laughs> letting to hold their hold. copies of Red Dead 2. <laughs> it's like, can I have a hold now? Yeah, okay, it's your turn. <laughs> can I look at the disc now? <laughs> wow. Oh, God, we laugh, but, you know, only because it's slightly At true. least last year we could take Odyssey to the show floor and play exactly, it on our Switch yeah. handheld mode. <laughs> I still remember going at, because uh, I was at work DJing the Thursday night it came out, and, like, my workplace is literally... 200 meters away from EB games. So I, when I finished work, I ran down and I, not only did I pick up a copy for myself, but I also picked up your copy and Ben's copy and delivered them to you that night. Uh, cause again, I'm a good friend. So you are, yeah, you know, that's what I do just to blow my own horn a little bit. Anyway. Uh, all right. <laughs> Rounding out our announcement week. Oh boy, this is this has gotten uh this has got wild. Um It did. It did. This one we sort of knew was happening. So we we had full warning from since uh since E three when at Bethesda Showcase we saw the very first look at Doom Eternal. Uh just a very short teaser trailer with some of that sweet, sweet Mick Gordon uh playing in the background. And uh basically they said, Yep, it's real, it's happening. You'll hear more at QuakeCon. Well, this last weekend, QuakeCon had occurred. Uh, and in their opening keynote speech, um, basically had a the whole Bethesda crew were there hanging out. Pete Hines was there running the show. Todd Howard came out and talked a little bit because, you know, that's what he does. Um, it's true. It's what he does. Mm, he does. He loves a good chat. Loves a good chinwag. Um we also saw some, I'm going to bring it up here very briefly because we don't need to go into it too much, but saw a new gameplay trailer for Rage 2. I'm very excited about that game because it looks like Mad Max, but with shooting by id. And yes, 100% yes, I am in. I will play that game and I will like it. Um, but we'd already seen most of that game. Uh, well, we'd already seen enough of that game, I guess. It was more of the same, that trailer. But then... We got a whole 27 minutes of just Doom Eternal talk, concept art, videos, and holy fucking shit, this game looks good. My god. My actual god. <laughs> so, they they laid in with some talking. Mm -hmm. They talked about sort of, we'd be seeing some, some new returning demons from, I guess, Doom 2, Hell on Earth, mm -hmm. which I still wish the game was called, but I get why it's not. Yep. Uh, we're going we're gonna to get, like, battle damage on the demons, so you'll be able to sort of blow bits off of them and they'll sort of yep. fall apart as you fight them, which is cool. Demon degradation. Sort of, yeah, demon degradation. 
and then they sort of got the crowd hyped and went into gameplay. And I mean, I liked Doom 2016, and I, I my tune will obviously change very quickly as we get further into this gameplay. But as it started up, I was sort of like, okay, cool. This sort of just looks like Doom, which is nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. But I was sort of hoping for something. But then I got something, Joel. <laughs> I got several somethings. <laughs> oh, that shotgun. Holy fuck. Yeah. So the super shotgun so now has... Yeah. Yes. Has a shotgun with a goddamn grappling hook. <laughs> yep. The meat hook, they described it as. Um, and you basically... This is... Not only is this like used as a weapon, you can use it as like map traversal. You can use that to grapple to enemies to get yourself up to different ledges, and it yeah, opens like using up using their momentum. Yeah, it opens up like the maneuverability in that game tenfold. Like that's bonkers. And that's not even it, because mm. Doom Slayer now also has a little Bloodborne esque dash, which you yep. can do, which I assume means that the demons will be designed around that. So expect quicker turning demons and attacks with like cones and stuff just to sort of make sure you use the dash. Yep. And on top of that, there are also little poles that Doom Slayer can swing off. Mm-hmm. Like the the movement in Doom 2016 was very good. I loved how you had to be basically constantly running around the arena shooting stuff as you went. Yep. That's going to just feel even more butter smooth in this one with like the dashing and the swinging and the grappling hook. Yeah. My um, God. It's, oh God. And then, so we saw a whole bunch of this gameplay and my jaw had hit the floor already. Like I was, I was watching this and just mind melting out my ears. Um, like I said, I started off going, yeah, it's doom. But then the new stuff started happening and I was like, whoa, all right. Yeah. Okay. You've, you've got me. You've done it. Yeah. You've got me. I'm excited now. This looks incredible. The gunplay looks as sharp as ever. Yep. Uh, having like having the setting being on Earth now, but not just on Earth, because apparently they're making a Doom universe. I'm still mm, about that, but we'll see how that goes. But nah, fuck it, let's yeah, go. Hell on Earth, let's go. <laughs> well, we're going to Phobos at one point as well because there's a yeah, it's definitely. The... Well, that's that's the thing. There'll be Earth and Phobos stuff. Yep. So because yeah. uh yeah, there's yeah. a great really uh, they sort of showed off some Phobos as well, but uh, there's a great little intro cutscene. With that Doom Slayer walking through um, one of the bases on Phobos. And just the look of terror and fear in all the people working there's eyes as soon as they realize who's walking through the facility. Um, culminating in uh, him going to grab a red key card that's hanging on a lanyard around another worker's neck. And he's sitting on a wheelie chair and he just grabs it and not takes the key. Doesn't take the key, just pulls on the guy's neck and wheels him over to the keypad and just taps the card and let's go. I just I love that. I want to so also apologize because I forgot another new feature the game has, and that's a sweet wrist blade. Oh my God, the wrist blade looks so cool. Um, the go- there's, It looks like there's a bunch of whole new glory kills to, to like satisfy that weapon existing. The pain elemental one is so good. You just like shoves his fist up through the pain elemental and then pops his sword out so it pops the eye out oh god oh, man just brutal absolutely brutal and i am ready for it um i'm and so the ready. exciting news is mm-hmm. this game is coming to pc mm-hmm. ps4 yep xbox one okay and some bloody hell nintendo switch 
Hey, they got. I mean, I got the first one going on it. So this is the thing with Doom. I know. This is the thing with Doom. Like the game, it looks very pretty, but like it looks, very, it doesn't look amazing. But it doesn't need to because you're traversing around no. at such a speed that you don't need to stop and take in the details everywhere. As long as the important thing about these games is, as long as it hits that sixty frames, doesn't matter. Like, and, and it does do that. The first one does. Um, impressively so. So, I hope they can get it running on the old Switch because yeah, demon hunting on the go. I mean, it's being held help uh, done by uh shit. What's their name? Panic button. Panic button. Yeah. yeah, panic button. Who did the ports for Doom and Wolfenstein New Order? And yep. it seemed like they got better between Doom and New Order. So I have to imagine they're going to get even better at making stuff. Like, I mean, obviously there will be a lot of things that are different to make it run on the Switch, but I just yep. think it's cool it'll be able to. Yep. Like, that's I'd, so good. Yep, yeah, it's awesome. Um, Man, I, this fucking blew me away with how awesome this game looks. And just, just to get, to reiterate how amazing Mick Gordon is, Um, oh, boy. Hearing that soundtrack kick in, and just, oh, man. Oh... Also, laser sword at the end. Oh, yeah, the laser sword. I forgot about the laser sword. Fucking laser sword. Apparently, Doom Slayer's and got a laser sword now. My one my one fear, I'm not sure if it popped up in the Phobos video, but I don't want Revenants. <laughs> yeah, well, it looks like he's part, like, Doom Slayer's part Revenant now. He's got the shoulder cannon. I guess. Maybe he's Revenant. Well, there's a part where they were showing the concept art, but there was like, I can't remember what the name of the enemy was, but it looks like this big hulking guy with like a giant battle axe and stuff. And uh, um, Marty, I can't remember his name, but one of the, the, the developers on the game was like, hey, it looks, anyone notice he looks kind of like the Doom Slayer? There's a story behind that. Maybe you'll find out. And I was like, oh, maybe the demons have their own Doom Slayer now. They're like, well, this guy's... This guy's like super overpowered. We maybe we need to fight back by having our own champion. Oh boy, let's go! I got my demon name wrong. I don't mean I didn't mean the revenant. I meant the uh, shit. The one that the one that's in it's, it, it's popped up in a couple of, of the art frames, so it's definitely going to be in there. The stupid one that can attack you from range or fire. Oh, you never know, one that's sort of doing like the the Y pose, like. Raising its hands into the sky. I forget its name. Oh, though. that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. that. Well, it's in the end of the, the trailer, the video stuff, the Phobos video. Yeah, at the I end. Forget. That's him. It's What's called. the damn name of that enemy? It's called the Ark something. Ark. Uh, it's not the they Ark. Suck. I hate Ark them. Demon. No, something like that. Anyway, I can't remember what it's called. But yeah. Yeah. I, re- I remember them, yeah, just v- v- from, like, Doom 2, and they would be able to, to damage you at range with, like, fire attacks, hand- and it sucked. Put your hands in the air, yeah. Hands up, hands but up for that, Like, the game looks really good. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so ready for it. Um, I imagine this game... This game looks pretty pretty solid already, considering, um, like... Like so many little details in it as well. Like when they open up the map, there's like a bar that says "Demonic Corruption." That's only like a quarter filled. Like I don't know how that's gonna play into it. Uh, oh, oh, Kyron, we forgot to mention too that fact that 
you can now, as a player, invade other people's games as demons or team up with a whole bunch of people and invade someone else's game as like a de- a, a, like a slayer hunting party of demons. <laughs> Fucking, oh my god. If if nothing else, Dark Souls Legacy will be letting players be jerks to one another. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh my god, seeing, just walking around a corner and seeing, like, a fucking pain elemental with a name bar above it, just going, ah, fuck. <laughs> grapple yeah, hook, that's grapple hook. be a pain in the ass. Uh, they did say it was optional. I though. assume, yeah, I was say, I assume they'll let you play offline if you don't want to. Which they is did say that. It's a, probably you, go for mostly. <laughs> yeah, you can play, they said you can play through the whole thing single player without having to deal with any of that. Um, it's completely optional, which is cool. The game will also cl- include multiplayer. Um, oh, okay. I haven't really said much about it, but uh, they apparently it's in-house this time, unlike last time. So hopefully it'll be oh. better than Doom 2016's multiplayer, which was right. really average. Okay, that's good. Hopefully. Um, Fingers crossed. <laughs> man, I'm so ready for a new Doom game. In fact, I'm probably going to go reinstall Doom 2016 and play through it and actually finish it. But fucking, yeah. Goddamn. Good times. What a week, Kyron insane it's insane this week was ridiculous absolutely bonkers and and that's just for stuff that we had time to talk about this is already blown out which yeah. i knew it would yeah there's this was a busy week and it's crazy yeah i'm i'm glad like i'm not glad i mean we could have talked about the plagiarism stuff which is you know but i'm glad we've had like a, a nice like the the new stories that we've got are all stuff that we're like Fuck yeah, that's awesome. How good are video games? Simon Belmont is back. Castlevania <laughs> is a is a people will know it not as a Netflix series, but yep. as a thing that is also a video game. Yep. Oh, I'm just ready to rip and tear again, Kyron. Let's go. <laughs> rip and tear. Alright, after that hefty uh dope or dope segment, um this episode's gotten very long in the tooth, so we're going to go jump straight now into our bonus round. Bonus round. Of course, our bonus round is our listener mail segment where you guys get to write in uh, with anything that you would like us to answer or talk about or discuss or any little games you'd like us to play. Um, and we're going to go through a few of them now. We've got a couple of submissions this week from a couple of our very good friends, starting off with the Mr. Broderick Gordes, uh, co-host of the Dialogue so It's so like ingrained into my brain. Like every time I say co-host of the... It's like Dialogue Co-host of the Hunting Seasons podcast. Uh, if you he's like occasional him, co-host here. <laughs> he is, that's true, yeah. I think he's the been on the show the most of our guests probably yeah yes. i think so i think he's our most frequent guest just i think i think your housemate brendan might be just behind him he, he's um, like knocking on the door mm, yeah i think he's very close um we should rectify that too by the way uh we should but yes co-host of the hunting seasons podcast uh an amazing podcast by two of our wonderful friends broad uh, and his co-host damask who uh, they talk about television shows one season at a time. Um, the last episode of theirs I listened to was their BoJack Horseman season one and two because I love BoJack Horseman. Um, I mean, like I love it, but also it makes me feel terrible. But you know, in a good way, I guess. Um, 
So it was really good to hear them sort of uh, talk about that because I've been nagging Brod to watch it for a long time. Uh, and I'm glad that he's, he he enjoyed it for the most part. So, um, But yeah, if you'd like to hear him talk about that, I think their latest episode just went up. It's for Orange is the New Black Season 6. Um, so if you're into that, go and check them out. Uh, it's an amazing podcast. They're very, very well versed in their in their craft, and uh, it, it's it's a joy to listen to. Quite honestly, um, I've said it before. It's it's a podcast that if I didn't know Broad and Damask, I would still if I'd stumbled across it, I would be. It's the type of podcast I would be nagging my friends to listen to because it's that good. So um, go and show them some love. It's really great stuff, uh, and we love them. But this week, Broad asks us. He says, "Game time. Put together your ultimate FPS loadout." You need to choose one primary weapon, one sidearm, one melee weapon, one grenade or explosive, or and one rare ammo, huge damage, save it for the boss weapon. Uh, he says, like last week's game, each weapon must come from a different franchise. Okay. Mine's a little bit expanded out from just FPSs. Oh, okay. I, I stuck to FPS as a genre. Okay. I definitely didn't because i actually didn't read that part until just then um <laughs> so i look oh, like Joel. an idiot um so um okay one's from a third person shooter and the other two and two are from like definitely not shooter games um but fuck it we're, we're gonna play fast <laughs> and loose with the rules here um just like again with broads with broads game fast and yeah. loose yeah exactly yeah gonna make it interesting um all right would you like to hear mine current sure thing wait on me okay all right cool so my primary weapon uh i chose uh the flak cannon from unreal tournament because i remembered the joy of using that weapon uh from playing unreal tournament back in the day i played a lot of that um mainly against bots just because i didn't have like you know good internet or anything like that and didn't take my my computer to land parties or anything like that but uh I loved playing uh, Unreal Tournament, and the flat cannon was such a fun weapon. Had like a it, every time I play as Torbjorn in Overwatch, it reminds me of the flat cannon because it sort of works the same way, uh, and it's like it's got like a short range blast and like a long range shot as well. Um, the long range one was more like a grenade shot almost that would explode, um, but I love the flat cannon. It's a great weapon, um, cool design as well. Uh, but yeah, that's my primary weapon. My sidearm, he's the first of the deviations from the, the first-person shooter. Uh, I chose the plasma cutter from Dead Space. Because, uh, man... I, hey, it's... I, what, it's a good weapon. It's, oh, it's a good weapon. I'm just, just this third-person shooter. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to hate a couple of mine, then. Actually, one of the, <laughs> the next one you're going to really hate. Um, oh, God. I could ch- oh no I can't because it clashes with one of my no no don't change it like I it oh. he I think he- <laughs> it's too late we're rolling with sad. it Joel this is happening <laughs> anyway the plasma cut is really great um I love the fact that you can flip it to like vertical or horizontal it's such a fun weapon to use and I love the fact that like on New Game Plus or just going back through and just playing through with just that because it is entirely possible because it's great for because I mean Dead Space is all about like instead of going for headshots, it's all about like, you know, amputations essentially. So taking off legs and arms. Uh, and it's great for just like sweeping out the legs of a, of a, some sort of horrible, 
necromorph monster. Um, so yeah, that's my side weapon. Uh, for my melee weapon, I chose the Leviathan Axe from God of War. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's a melee weapon. It's just, it's just... Yeah, sure is. Well, <laughs> hey, my, my runner-ups for this, my runner-ups for this were, were the Keyblade or a lightsaber. So, so I think that. I know why. I think I know why you didn't pick the very obvious option because I think I know what your rare ammo weapon's going to be. Yeah. but we'll let you get to it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty obvious now. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, actually. Well, I'll get to it right now. But yeah, the Leviathan axe is it's it's a great melee weapon. I thought that'd be really handy. It's got a bit of ranged attack to it as well. If I need to use that, um, yeah, it's got some cool abilities to it. Uh, God of War's yeah. my favorite FPS. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everyone's favorite <laughs> FPS. First person shooter of the year, 2018, is God of War. <laughs> it'll probably um, it'll probably win that award as well. Who knows? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's that good. It'll probably just get it. Oh, I'm so sad that I didn't actually properly read this. <laughs> fucking idiot! I feel like such a dumb. It's ass. funny for the world because Brod's gonna <sighs> let you know as well. Oh, he will. He absolutely will. My god. Uh and my uh my you know big rare ammo weapon that I've got uh is What about your grenade? Oh uh, no, I'll get to the grenade because it's oh, gonna okay. be a faster loose one. Oh, would you like me to okay. do the grenade first? No, it's fine. Go with BFG. Alright, <laughs> right, so I got the BFG from Doom. Because I mean th- the big force gun. Oh, big fucking gun. Um BFG nine thousand, such a fucking great weapon. Um the giant like delete button basically <laughs> it's you fire that thing and everything disappears basically um and it's a lot of fun to 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 play with i think that's where i'd gotten up to in doom 2016 i just gotten the bfg uh oh wow you've got you've got heaps of that game to go <laughs> yep i know so i'm gonna gonna go back to it and just start again and, and play through it but uh but yeah the good old bfg and my grenade is the banana bomb from Worms? Oh boy! <laughs> so everyone's you couldn't favorite. even pick like the you couldn't even pick like the holy hand grenade. Or... I was gonna go the holy hand grenade, but like I just love the banana bomb because it's so wild card. <laughs> you just you throw that into a room and it just bounce around everywhere. And yeah, I love that. Um, Runner ups for that were the um, the hedgehog grenades from the Resistance series quite like those that's a first person shooter <laughs> yep yep oh fucking oh boy there's oh, my God. list guys Karim, what's yours right. before i before i make even more of a fucking fool of myself <laughs> so God. i honestly don't feel like i wasn't sure about my primary weapon pick but now i feel way more better like way more confident <laughs> about it because even if it doesn't if it's sort of like sidestepping the rules it is technically for, technically from a game played in first person perspective. It is a shooter, and that is uh, Samus's arm cannon. Uh, it's four guns in one, so it's cheating. Yeah, but true. guess what? It's it's a primary, it's my primary weapon. That's just the thing that's going to happen now. It's from a first person shooter, though. You read the question like a normal human <laughs> being. That's good. Uh, my secondary weapon. This one it was tricky because I classify secondary weapons as even if in the game they're from, if they're like a pistol type weapon, I would say that's a secondary, right? That's what I was going for, yeah. Yeah, so I picked for Phoenix from Perfect Dark. Oh, good call. Feed those explosive shells into it, you're guaranteed to have a good time. Oh, yeah. 
Good call. Uh, the melee weapon I picked, Joel, and uh, when I figured that your what your your special weapon would be, I was like, why didn't you pick this? Oh, wait, of course, <laughs> that's the BFG. Is the chainsaw from Doom? Yeah, absolutely. Just sawing those demons in half feels so good. Oh. Getting health. Yes. Yep. Health My, and, uh, like, and and special ammo as well. Like, oh, yeah, so good. My grenade is a classic. And I, I, it, again, I'm taking this as a throwable exclo- explosive because it is the proximity mine from GoldenEye 007. Oh, that is a good... Yep, I like that. Nice choice. And my special weapon is the correct answer. I, I love the BFG. I don't want to... I'm going to throw some shade at it. Okay. Because I love... I think I like this weapon more. Okay. Uh, it is a little weapon from Turok 2 Seeds of Evil. Yep. The cerebral bore. Yeah, the cerebral bore is pretty The brutal. sound of that thing just zzzzing through the sky and then drilling oh. into an enemy's head with the, the resounding pop at the end will stick with me for a very long time. And just the cascade of gore that comes out of it yeah. that happens. Is yeah. Just... Oh, oh, man. Turok 2, man. I, I, I really... I want to try Turok 1 and 2 again. I remember liking him. I want to know if they hold up. The Cerebral Boar holds up because it just you, is a cool weapon. <laughs> you can get him on PC now. Yeah, I want to get him on console. <laughs> they're on, I, think they're, I think they're coming to Xbox. I think they might be sure. coming to Xbox. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but yeah, that's my list of weapons from first-person shooter games. That is my right. FPS loadout. <laughs> yep. I'll change my grenade. I'll change my grenade because I was toying around with different ones that I wanted to use. And I went with that one because I thought it would be a, a fun, more fun answer, but not within the confines. But this one is with, <laughs> from a first-person first shooter. Uh, that's the pipe bomb from um, uh, Duke Nukem 3D. Oh, yeah. It's a good answer. Love the pipe, Love the pipe bomb. I had, a, I had a backup primary ready if the Samus Arm Cannon was dismissed, but... It wasn't, but I'll I'll let you know my backup primary. And I, okay. again, I I kind of I thought you might have picked this one. Uh, it was the motherfucking laptop gun from Perfect Dark, and that would mean I'd have to change was... my secondary. But laptop yep. gun is oh, good times. The laptop gun is great. Um, another one I could have had for my primary one would have been um the the bogan shotgun from Borderlands pre sequel. Oh the. Or, or the or the sword shotgun that shoots swords. <laughs> yeah, true. Actually, any gun from. I could have just filled this with all Borderlands stuff, really. Different it's franchises. So great. I know. Oh, man. Yeah. The Bogan shotgun is so great. The Bogan shotgun's pretty funny. Shove it in me. It's probably the, it's probably the best part of that game, of pre sequel. I love that weapon. Yeah. I love pre sequel. It's a good game. Um, I don't think I, it was. I didn't say it was bad. Mm, but that's my favorite. It's one of the best parts of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. Cool. All right. Well, thank you very much for your question or game, Brod. I hope our answers satisfied you. Uh, I look forward to hearing your responses to to said answers. We have, a, we have an email in our uh, account that tells us his we list, do. so I'm keen to go. I'm going to check that out if we finish recording. Yeah. Uh, well, do you want? Should we read it? Should we read it now? I don't know, Joel. We've already got a pretty long podcast. Well, that's very true. Let's have a look at it. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, and okay, that's a decent list. He's got some honourable mentions as well. Um, maybe we'll recap it Look, next week. We'll come back to it. Yeah, there's like there are so many good weapons in video games, especially yeah. from shooters. 
Yeah, he's his primary weapon's actually a really good pick. Um Awesome. Alright, well, thank you very much, Brod, for your question slash game. Um yeah, good fun. Good fun. Uh and finishing up this week's episode, we got a question from our good friend, Mr. Ben Clark. Uh just wonderful friend of ours. Super awesome dude. Um just wanted to let him know that we love him. Just wanted to pass that one out there. You know? Because uh, some people need to hear that sometimes. So, it's true. Ben, ben asks us, what was the jerkiest thing you have done in a video game to another player or competitor? Um, the one that instantly came to my mind was 100% the uh, anytime playing New Super Mario Brothers with friends. Because that, <laughs> everyone has their moment where they're like, I could just pick this person up and throw them off the edge. All right, well, I'm going to do that. <laughs> and, just, and it's not just one person that does it. Everyone will do it at least once. Actually, at least three times during a play session of that game. Um, if if that, like, they'll probably just do it constantly because it's just, it's a, it's so easy to do. Yeah. Or if someone has just thrown you off the edge, then you go, well, fuck you. And you start running to the side of the edge and just like platforming ahead so they can't keep up. And then they, so they up, die. Yeah. yeah. The screen kills them as well. But like, they're pretty funny. <laughs> it's, like it's, adding adding multiplayer to those games was a disaster from the start it was always gonna be a disaster <laughs> oh yeah but in the best possible way um also if you were using the uh the the wii U gamepad to put platforms down that's a just a recipe for disaster right there <laughs> for reference just go and look up achievement hunter playing it from Rooster yep, Teeth, and that'll that'll give you all the information you need they've just started going they've just gone back to that recently actually they put up oh, a few God. more videos of that. Yeah, I watched one of them the other day. It, nothing's changed in the three years it's been since they've done one. Nothing's changed. <laughs> Jeff Excellent is still news. a monster. Excellent yeah. news. Jeff is still a one hundred percent a monster in that video. In those videos. Um, does anything come to mind for you, Gar? Um. Well, there. I I've been thinking about this a bit since Ben put in the question, and he did put an, an example of point down, which is of course a callback to. We've been playing Dark Souls Remastered recently, and from our time summoning in Dark Souls, when you get invaded by a player, sometimes when they beat you, they'll just do the ultimate disrespect and, like, point down, as if, like, you Mm -hmm. know, it's like, you lost down. You're like, oh, well, thanks, I guess. That's great. (laughs) But, uh, generally, I like to think I'm I'm pretty okay in a a competitive game, but hearing your example actually reminds me if there's anything I, and we're all guilty of it, but it's just fun to do, is to to, to carry on with a trend of this week's episode. In <laughs> Smash Brothers, yes. there's a little thing you can do with edges if someone needs to recover. <laughs> you can just do a cheeky, uh, cheeky little edge hog. And, oh, the old edge hog. And they can do nothing except just miss the edge and fall to their death. And then you jump up and taunt. And that's just it's, fun. Yep. Lots of taunting just, in Smash Brothers. In, lots in of, specific, yeah, lo- any taunt in Smash when you specific, kill someone. Specific locations of taunting, particularly defiling the yeah. temple. Uh, Hyrule we, temple. That's mm, a big in-joke right there. <laughs> yep, massive in-joke there. Um, also, like the general rule of thumb that we had within our friendship group is if you're on 69% damage, if you taunted and got a taunt off of that before being damaged, you sort of, you know... You won, we, like you won we nothing. Were pretty mature. Oh yeah, we're super. We're super <laughs> mature people. We definitely don't do that still. 
Oh, Definitely don't do that still. <laughs> hey, but, uh, I, hey, I've already made myself look stupid this episode. I'm going to bring you down with me. It's fine. And bring it, okay. I mean, fair <laughs> enough, I guess. I've got nothing uh, to lose now. I've made myself look like an idiot. It's totally fine. But yeah, of course, Sakura <laughs> had to take that away from us. And now edge hogging is not a thing. So yeah. thanks, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Too mean, yeah. I guess. But ruining our, ruining our fun, fun and giving us like a fucking... The, the game of our dreams is fine, I guess. <laughs> um, totally but fine. yeah, that's the, that's the closest I can think of, apart from like the occasional maybe doing an emote in Overwatch when I kill someone. I like to think generally, if I get if I'm if I get mad at someone when I kill them, I vocally express my displeasure of them, yeah. not in the game itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't you don't express it to the person who you you're taking yeah. out the frustration on. You express it to us on the party chat. Yeah. Everyone around us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm totally okay with that because it's great. <laughs> um, they, they can get colourful sometimes. Yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. The, the, the one that popped in that was immediate in my mind was the new Super Mario Brothers stuff because it was just... Yeah. That game is built around that in multiplayer. Um, but yeah, thank you very much, Ben, for your question. It's a lot of fun. Thanks for trying to make us like look back into our mind and find when we were jerks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I said, I've 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 got nothing left to lose. I'm a, <laughs> I'm I am the dunce of the episode this week. So <laughs> we'll um, get to a nice little uh, dunce cap for next week. Yeah, let's face it, I'm the dunce of most of the episodes. So let's let's just, oh, might as well keep that trend going. Why not? Just I prove, oh. just I prove to the entire like our entire listening audience that I didn't read a question properly. Didn't I was if it helps, it. if it helps at all, Joel. When I had my first list, I was like, "Yeah, this is good," and when I was putting it together and I checked the question, I'm like, "Oh wait, FPS." Yeah. So I, I did have to make some changes because I did have a couple of things from other genres, and I was I saw mm. that, and I but you I made the changes. Yeah, you made the changes after you'd read the question properly like a normal human being. It's fine. Um, Who used their eyes and comprehended the, the words he was exactly, reading. Exactly, yeah. I do English good. Uh, Karen, I think that's an episode. Take us home. Okay, I'm all right. I'm, I'll take us out I say to save you. I say, yeah, before I say something else dumb to incriminate myself. Oh, uh, As always, we'd like to thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate it if you've reached this point. If you'd like to keep up with us, you can find us on the social medias, both on Facebook and Twitter. We are just Dialogue Options. Uh, you can hit up our website, www.dialogueoptions.com. If you want to get in contact with us, we've got a contact form on the website, or you can just email us, contact at dialogueoptions.com. Individually, you can find me on Twitter at LearnManX, where, well, I've been tweeting about going to Vikings today. And cool. playing fighters on Switch. What else? Mm-hmm. What's anything else? Oh, Joel. Mm-hmm. This week, it was brought to my attention that Natalie Dormer will be doing an audio book for the History of Magic from the I Harry Potter series. That. Which I, I'm not super engaged in Harry Potter, but I'm about to be. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's all that really matters. <laughs> See, we've got you into rogue likes. Now we'll get you into Harry Potter. It's all coming full circle now, man. It's all happening. Joel's just, Joel's just like rubbing his hands and going, oh, we oh got him. Good, good. Yeah, no, my wife actually did tell me that, uh, I think last night, or no, a couple of nights ago, she's like, ah, oh, Natalie Dorma's going to be involved in the Harry Potter universe. And I was like, oh, 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's all falling into place. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. What, meanwhile, I'm actually um, messaging you about Dead Cells going, and you're like, yeah, I really like it. I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> it all came together for Joel. But uh, that's yes. about it for me. Where can they find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at Mac, uh, where the last thing I tweeted was, uh, all caps, Taiko no Tatsujin has Zen Zen Zens by Rad Wimps. Excuse me while I throw my money at this game. Um, and if you're not aware of what any of those words are, uh, the uh, the uh, is the drum game from uh, very popular in Japan in arcades, which I did have a go at while I was over there. I was very bad at it, um, but you know, you know what? That's, That's the main fine. thing. <laughs> um, it, it's fun. Uh, you get to hit a big drum, which is really cool. Um, and Zen 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 is one of the songs from your name. It's really great, and I love it. And I'm very excited for that game. And I'm probably going to shell out and buy a stupid drum for it. Because let's face it, I haven't got any other rhythm games going for me at the moment. So why not? Well then, we'll let our wonderful theme song by you, Joel, take us out. And we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Player one. Player two. Prepare yourself. Dialogue Options Podcast.